I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You're looking at a team that we are building together from the 1.9 overall draft selection. You heard me right. This is a a league where you, the followers, draft my team, my subscribers, my Instagram followers. You guys make the picks for me every single time we're on the clock. Now, I can influence a little bit, but I haven't stepped in much at all. I've let you guys do the voting, and we're building a phenomenal squad from the 1.9 draft slot, and we're crushing it. We took Saquon Barkley at 1.9. We took Amon Ross St. Brown in the second round. We took Brees Hall in the third round. We took Justin Fields in round number four because the quarterbacks were flying off the board. And we just landed, right this very second, Drake London. Drake London is now the fifth member of the Fantasy Football Show throne draft. And you guys made that happen. This is our squad right here. We also have news. Kadarius Tony, Isaiah Pacheco ready for week one. DeAndre Swift news. Jalen Hyatt news. Devontae Adams news. And more. The Fantasy Football Show begins right now. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news breaks. From the FantasyFootballShow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. What is going on, good people? Thanks for joining me here for another edition of the Fantasy Football Show. And we're live Monday through Friday from 7 p.m. Eastern. I'm sorry, 8 p.m. We moved it to 8 p.m. 8 p.m., Smitty. 8 p.m. Eastern moving forward, Smitty. Uh, 8 p.m. Eastern every single Monday through Friday. And uh, we go a long time. This could be a two-hour show, a one-and-a-half-hour show, a three-hour show. We've gone five hours before just during the regular 7 p.m. show. And uh, we do news pretty much the majority news and fantasy reactions and NFL reactions. We're not just a fantasy show either. This is a show about so much more than just actual fantasy football. We, we take pride in that. And so um, I, I want to start off real quickly by just saying Kadarius Tony. We'll get to more of the news. I'm going to hit the, the Kadarius Tony and the Pacheco news right now. And then we're going to jump right back to the rest of this after we talk about the throne draft. Kadarius Tony, this report right here, which is a, a fantastic piece of news, I might add. Uh, Chiefs expect wide receiver Kadarius Tony and running back Isaiah Pacheco to play the regular season opener against the Detroit Lions. This is a player that we're still very high on. Uh, we removed him from the Moon Man list, just moved him over to the Satellite Man list because there is some concern of injury. And I think if you stack him and cuff him to Sky Moore, you're putting yourself in an absolutely phenomenal situation walking into uh, the 2023 fantasy football season. From a wide receiver 3-4 perspective, no one's asking you to go draft Kadarius Tony as your high-end wide receiver 3. No one's asking you to do that. It's probably not the smartest move to do because this guy's floating into the, I don't know, 
eighth round now, eighth ninth round. He's definitely falling a lot further than he was. Um, let me let me pull up my my chat here so that I can see if any of the YouTube exclusive membership stuff's breaking off. Uh, Oren becoming, or he's been a member for three straight months to the moon. Thank you, Oren, for dropping that. Oren's also a moon man and will be drafting live in the moon man draft, which I believe we've set a date on those two drafts. By the way. Um, as of right now, it appears we're looking at the Mars men draft 8 PM Eastern 820. Uh, so just around the corner here, that is a Sunday. So Sunday night at 8 PM Eastern, the Mars men draft will be live. All the individuals that are Mars men and own Mars men cards will be drafting at that time. We've been organizing the times in the, in the, in the group, uh, chats or in the league message board. Uh, the moon men draft will be the day after, uh, at eight tw- uh, on on uh, on August twenty first at nine p.m. Eastern, so that will be that will be on Monday. This will be on Sunday. So far, those could change, but uh, where were we? Kadarius Tony Isaiah Pacheco. The, these are two players that could win you a league, and and we have Kadarius Tony on the Moon Men list for a reason. I'm sorry, P- Isaiah Pacheco is still on the Moon Men list for a reason. Him and McKinnon cuffed together can win you a league. The moon men dropping loads in outer space. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I mean, Space Moses. first of all, we had a Javante, if anybody didn't see that show, but Isaiah Pacheco and Cuffs. The reason we say Cuffs is because Prince is really the handcuff to Pacheco. If Pacheco went down, Prince would go in the rookie and kind of replace him, whereas McKinnon's going to stay in his role. His role's just going to increase like tenfold if that happens. So when I say cuffs, I really mean it depends on the size of your league, whether you want to go in and grab all three of the running backs. And even Clyde Edwards-Alaire's in the mix, so it's kind of a confusing, cloudy situation. But Clyde's getting first-team reps right now. In camp, he's not going to necessarily be in, in line to, to even be the backup necessarily when something actually goes down or if it goes down and Pacheco misses time. Pacheco's a hard-nosed runner. He had a, 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 a labrum tear as well as a broken hand, but no one knew it. He went out there and played on it. And so if anybody's going to complain about Pacheco being injury-prone, I might ask you, did he miss time? Did, did you know he had a broken hand? Did you know that this man had a torn labrum? No, you didn't. So close your mouth about it. Get get Pacheco's name out of your mouth. Okay? Get, your, get his name out of your mouth. Because Pacheco is going to ball. He's going to ball. And if you cuff him to McKinnon, you're going to the, to the, to the Cinderella bash. Okay? In week 17. You are. Um, as long as you, sep- you know, surround him with some other good talent. <laughs> and that's up to you. But Kadarius Tony is a 10-touchdown potential guy on the ground in 2023. Kader- I'm sorry, Pacheco. I keep mixing them up. Isaiah Pacheco is a 10-plus touchdown running back on the ground in 2023. Now, I think Kadarius Tony could be a 10-plus receiving player in the National Football League as well. He is the second most 
targeted player per route run in the National Football League. He is number two. Mahomes targeted Kadarius Toney when he was on the field per route run than any than anybody on the team, even over Travis Kelsey. Now Kelsey was right behind him, I think, at twenty seven percent, and Kadarius Toney was at like twenty nine percent. But but Toney was second in the NFL, and I know it's a smaller sample size. He wasn't on the team all year. They didn't use him all the time. But that is an absolutely crazy uh, uh, situation to be looking at where this guy has a potential to... Let me... God, I got everything in the world blasting. He's got every 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 opportunity in the world to become the number wide receiver. But it is crucial. We talked about this last night. I think it was uh, uh, Travis that brought it up. That Sky Moore and Kadarius Toney need to be cuffed. And if you own both of them, you have yourself probably an elite wide receiver three. An elite wide receiver three. We got a $20 hauler. Alert. Super chat alert. Alert. Super chat alert. We got a $20 super chat here from Racing Boy. He's dropping it, dropping a massive lot on screen. He says, killed my draft. He says, killed my draft. Um, keeper, Mahomes, running back, CMC, Pollard, Aaron Jones, Madison, Brian Robinson, wide receiver, St. Brown, Olave, Keenan Allen, Amari Cooper, Waller. That's an amazing squad, bro. You absolutely did. Smitty approved. I mean, that, that's, a, that's a squad right there. Gabriel dropping a $5 holler. Says, Smitty, can you send... Uh, Brazil to the moon, and can you help? Um, and can you help me with this trade? Which side wins in dynasty PPR? CMC plus Ridley or Stefan Diggs and Pacheco? Uh, probably CMC and Ridley because Ridley and Diggs, I, I, you know, honestly, I don't think there's as big of a difference as people think walking into the season. They're both older players, and and while I love Pacheco. I don't know that Pacheco, even though we're talking about Pacheco in a very, very nice light right now, I don't know that he has like monster long-term value because he's a hard-nosed runner that uh, you don't know he's injured. He plays, he guts it out, but like I don't know that he's got like five years of doing this. And plus, he's in a volatile situation to the point where the cuff is necessary to feel great about it. And McKinnon's so good, and McKinnon's 31 years old, that, that feeling of security of the duo won't feel as good maybe next year. So it's a year-by-year -year case type of thing with Pacheco, but that doesn't lessen the power and upside he has for 2023, okay? But I think CMC... I'd probably ride on that side and go win a championship this year and then do what you can to make a trade. But it's a very, very, very good question. Gabe, thank you for the super chat. Racing boy. Uh, for Oh, uh, Brazil to the moon. Uh, to the Brazil moon. to the moon. Uh, racing boy. To the moon. To the moon. And we had another super chat right above that from Rockout. Rockout said, this is my first day, the fantasy football show. This is my first day. To, to the, the moon. moon. Ziggy, show me the front door. Who is, God, who is here right now at the front okay. door? No, no, we don't. Who is this? Ziggy, show me the front door. Who is this? Let's see who this okay. is. This is some guy selling something. I don't have time for that right now. Yeah, can I help you? What's up, man? What's up?
What's up, buddy? He's not even listening. Okay. I gave him enough time. I gave him enough air time. Okay. <sighs> Chiefs wide receiver Kadarius Tony, running back Isaiah Pacheco ready for week one. Okay, so get ready. Buckle up. It's going to be a wild ride. But make sure you cuff Sky Moore to get Kadarius Tony. Why is Sky Moore so important? Because Sky Moore has been anointed the slot wide receiver. He's the one wide receiver in the wide receiver room that's been guaranteed a job already. So if something hits the fan, the Shiat hits the fan, if you know what I mean, with Kadarius Tony, then guess who's probably next in line to just be the, the, the target hog that's already embedded in the offense? Sky Moore. So Sky Moore, Tony, like this, draft them together and smash together. You know what I'm saying, pal? Do it live. Do it live. Uh, we got another super chat here from Tucker. Tucker, $5 holler, says 10-man PPR. My team is Fields, A.J. Brown, Waddle, Bijan, Akers, Waller, Hopkins, Dotson, James Cook, A.J. Dillon, Juju. What moves should I make for a better running back too? Uh, I probably would say, bro, I would go, I would trade Akers as high as you can right now. Hopkins is is older. Is this a dynasty league? I don't know if this is a redraft or a dynasty. If it's a um, if, if it's a redraft, I don't know that you can. If it's a dynasty, I get rid of Hopkins while his value is still pretty good right now. James Cook seems to have okay value. AJ Dillon's got okay value. I'm trading Acres. I'm trying to go after maybe a Pacheco. I, I you know I, I maybe you get more in that kind of trade. Uh, maybe you could go after a player like Kenneth Walker, who's going in the fifth or sixth round right now. Acres isn't that far off of that value, so who could, who could you throw in? Could you throw in a Cook? Um, would I do Dotson and Acres for a much bigger name? Obviously Gibbs, of course, but Gibbs is going in the third or fourth round. I don't know if that's possible. I don't know if Dotson has that kind of firepower in a in a toss in type situation, but maybe you can get something like that done. I don't know, but Acres and and. I don't know. You could go Acres and D Hop. That's not going to solve your. It's not going to solve your wide receiver issues that you're going to create potentially. But, bro, I I I'll definitely try and trade Acres on the high. Waller's got some good trade value. I also don't mind trading Waddle out for a wide receiver like wide receiver like Watson or London or Ridley, uh, because Waddle's got the second round ADP that I don't like, and I think you could sell high on that. So if you could go to the Waddle owner, Tucker, and and see if they've got a wide receiver like that, maybe you can then swap Acres out. You can do a Waddle downgrade into a wide receiver you quietly like as much as Waddle, and then you can get Acres upgraded into another running back. So I'd go to that owner and see what's up on that. Appreciate your super chat there, pal. Uh, thank you, Tucker. Tucker to the moon. Thank you for waiting as well. Rockout, thank you. Racing Boy, thank you. Gabriel, thank you. Uh, uh, lost uh, Last Action Hero says, Smitty, um, you do a haul of a job. Thank you. I appreciate you, Last Action Hero. You do a haul of a job. Okay, so let's get to the throne draft. Pacheco, Kadarius Tony, ready for week one. That's what we're hearing. Draft them. They're, they're, they're absolute great values. I think Kadarius Tony probably climbs up a little bit ADP-wise, but I don't think much because people are still worried about him. He's supposed to be ready for week one. I don't know that that's a ringing endorsement to a lot of people that have already jumped off the train. People that jump off the train don't typically want to jump right back on. It takes a little twisting of the arm, and I don't know that that's twisting much of an arm. Um, so let's swing on over to these, this throne draft. And let me get a, a new screenshot of this team that we got here because we actually have added uh, Drake London to the squad and I'm not seeing him show up yet. There he is. 
Drake London is on this team. Let me go ahead and screenshot this and put it on screen so we have a proper, uh, a proper, uh, proper screenshot of of this monster of a squad that we now have in the throne draft, where you guys draft my team. You guys draft my team for me, and I take it into battle. And man, am I proud of every single one of you that dropped some of the most amazing votes and picks that I've seen from the 1.9 this uh, this offseason. So here's the live draft right now. Here is the, uh, here's the team that we have assembled together as a community. Fields, Saquon Barkley, Brees Hall, Amon Ross St. Brown, and Drake London. We essentially, in my opinion, have potentially, if, if you ask me, if you ask me, we have a top one to five quarterback in Justin Fields, this man right here. We have a top five running back in Saquon Barkley, this man right here. We have a top five to ten running back in Brees Hall, this man right here. Amon Ross St. Brown's a top five wide receiver in my book. And then Drake London is a top ten wide receiver quietly. I know not everybody agrees, but I think we essentially have two top ten wide receivers, one of which is top five. We have two top ten running backs, one of which is top five. The other could be top six, top five at some point during the year and play that way the remainder of like half a season and some total be a top 10 top 8 to 10 running back on the year but play like a top 5 running back from like the second part of the season on and so I, I think I think we crush this draft and if you draft from the 1.9 this is a great formula we even took fields a little early in around 4 before we turned into round 5 and, and honestly um, I, I don't hate it because or we turned from three into four. Uh, or, or we, oh, so, so, no, we took we took Barkley in one. Then we took Amon Ra in two. We took Brees Hall. And then on the way back, uh, flipping back around, we took um, Justin Fields. Then we swinged all the way back around. And then we took Drake London. We're about to pick again. We're pretty close. We're about four picks away. Um, we took Fields in the fourth round. Is it crazy to take him in the fourth round? I don't think so. It depends on the flow of the draft. And the quarterbacks were flying off the board. And I believe Trevor Lawrence was available at this Drake London pick. So we could have potentially went with a different player. And let me tell you who... Let me, let me put the draft board on the screen and you guys can take a look at the actual draft. And that way we can go over it together and you can get kind of a feel of, of what it all looked like. And what we're dealing with here. So let me, let me screenshot this draft real quick and put it on screen. And then we can kind of go through it and, and like reverse engineer it and see if we would have would have maybe done anything different. I don't really think I would have, to be honest, other than we, we took a gamble on Garrett Wilson falling, which I'll explain in a second. And it didn't work out, but we still have just as good a team. I don't think it was a mistake or misstep at all. It's just one of those things that we might say, well, I would have liked this as well. You know, I would have liked this team as well. So JJ went number one. Jamar Chase went number two. Christian McCaffrey, three. Cooper Cup, four. Let me put an indicator on screen so you can follow along. Bijan went five. Kelsey went six. Eckler went seven. Tyreek Hill went eight. We took Barkley at nine. And here's where we we're going to maybe probably go Garrett Wilson, right? As a community, you'd think we'd do that. But the vote was very clear. It was between Diggs and Barkley, and it wasn't even close. And while I could have put up a, a stink or tried to sway it, the problem is the vote was so uh, so overwhelming overwhelmingly Barkley and Diggs that if I was to try and call out that during that vote 
we're indicating to any spies, and there are a lot of them, and that's part of the throne. It's fun. It's fun that someone's spying on us, but a spy is going to see me going, we need Garrett Wilson, we need Garrett Wilson. Then if our goal in a coy fashion was to get him to fall, and he almost fell, then that would have blown that that uh, thing out of the water. So we had to we had to play it in a in a crazy way. It's always done that way, and people get upset, people get mad that you don't take the player. And it's like it's on you. If if you're if a player that you didn't want to get drafted gets drafted, that's on you because you all you all get to be in this draft, and you just got to be here for the vote. So Barkley went one point nine, um, and then we almost got Garrett Wilson to fall. This guy probably wasn't going to take him, but Garrett Wilson. By by all accounts from this uh, owner, he said that, man, we took him early. Like, he didn't necessarily want to make this pick. His following barely voted it in. So we almost got Barkley and Garrett Wilson. But in that, are we even mad? Am I mad at all? Do I think that St. Brown and Garrett Wilson could be equals? I do. So I'm not, I'm not upset at all. I don't even think that was a misstep whatsoever because we got an RB. We're, we're dominating the RB conversation. We're dominating the wide receiver conversation. We're dominating the quarterback conversation. And we got ourselves uh, St. Brown, Brees Hall, uh, Fields in London and back-to-back-to-back picks. Now, we're really close to getting back on the clock. The players that are available, if anyone would like to see who is is up next um, or who we can grab, uh, let me let me put the the running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends up. We, don't, we definitely don't need um, to draft a... Uh, a potential uh, tight end or anything. I'm, I'm sorry, a quarterback. So we're going to put uh, a, the tight ends, the wide receivers, and running backs up. So here are the the players that are available to be selected. DeAndre Hopkins would be a fantastic pick. Um, we don't want to get too specific because there could be people watching that would you know use that against us. Although it's kind of hard for somebody to hear and sway a whole audience, you know. So I'm not too worried about it. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, Swift. Uh, Cam Akers, uh, Dalvin Cook, Rashad White, Isaiah Pacheco. We're talking about him right now. Um, at wide receiver, Hopkins, Godwin, Pittman, uh, JSN, um, Pickens. There's a lot of guys we like there. At tight end, Kittle, Pitts, Waller. So we got a lot of good options. Um, I Honestly, if it was up to me, I think to me it, it would come down to a couple players. Like It, it would come down to Swift. DeAndre Hopkins will probably be number one. Uh, Swift. I love Pacheco. I think we can't go wrong with one of those three players. I like Waller a lot. There's a lot of other players I like, but I think some of them will fall. So I'm curious to know if you guys want to throw who you would draft next, if, if available, and maybe give me two or three names. Give me two or three names of players you want in order of the next draft selection. Maybe I even use this vote right here to determine who the next pick is. That way, you guys are all involved and it's not just done on an IG Live or something. So everybody drop their their top three in order uh, players you want to go next. And we may just use this to, to make the draft selection. And let me get these super chats um, that are pending out of the way. Harrison Goaded says, B-Ball Mania, Herbert, Cousins, uh, Najee, Pierce, Connor, Ford. Ford's injured. Uh, injured Hill, Olave, Sky Moore, Sutton, Dobbs, Van Jefferson, Andrews. That's a really good squad, my guy. Very, very, very good. Very well rounded, balanced across the board. Love the Sky Moore pick. Love Pierce as your second RB. Kind of like an undervalued, you know, asset in this in this build, but very, very stacked everywhere. So it makes a whole lot of sense. I love the team, bro. Smitty approved. 
very, very, very good job, Harrison. Uh, Rockout says, best fantasy show in the game should have 100K subs. We'll get there, Rockout. We'll get there. And I'm going to send Rockout to the moon. He's an absolute monster. Thank you, Rockout. Appreciate all your support over the years. Uh, Derby, uh, dropping a super chat. I don't see a question, but I appreciate that $5 holler. To the moon. Thank you, Derby. Uh, Rockout dropping another $2 holler. Says, night and day difference versus other YouTube channels. Look at Rockout dropping more knowledge on on the the, the fantasy football college. Appreciate you, Rockout. To the moon, pal. To the moon. Appreciate you. All right, let's get to these... um, Let's get to these votes, shall we, and see what you guys are, are cooking up as far as who to take next in the draft here. Let's see. Let's see. Who, who do you want? Who do you want, guys? Who do you want? Let me pull these on screen. Uh, Dabons? Dab, Dabons? Cinnabon? Dabons? Godwin or Kittle? Let's not go Dobbins, please. Please, let's not. Like, I haven't said much at all. I've kept my mouth shut, but let's not go Dobbins here. The guy's not even playing football right now. He's hurt. He hasn't showed up. Let's not go Dobbins, please. Or Dabans. Uh Swift, Pacheco, Hopkins. I love that crew. I don't know what order I want. I probably want Hopkins and a three wide receiver, then Swift, then Pacheco. Or, But I love Andre. I agree with you. Those are my three three uh, potential guys. Uh, Thomas is correcting himself, uh, Dobbins, but I, I'm going to leave it the way it is. I like the way it is. Swift, Hopkins, Pacheco, JSN says D-class. I couldn't agree more with that list of players. Pacheco, Swift, D-hop. Couldn't agree more with that list of players. I don't even know where I want it. If, if Tony stays healthy, is he a moon man still, Smitty? Um, yeah, but, but I don't know that we add him back. I think we just remember the name. <laughs> you know, like, we can't fit everybody on. And when someone's banged up and we're locking it in, I don't want to lock in an injured player because it doesn't change during the season. You know what I mean? Can we see the list again? Um, yeah, I can. I could probably put it on screen for you real quickly. Here, Here are the wide receivers, running backs, and tight ends that are available so everybody can can cast their vote here you go hopkins godwin Pittman, hollywood brown locket i always i always find it so funny when someone throws out like a random locket <laughs> you know uh javante's interesting too but but hopefully he's just available later you know what i mean it's too early uh swift i love swift i love pacheco i love hopkins i don't want to give away too much, but at this point, like we're gonna take one of those guys, and I almost guarantee you that the other two will be gone. So I don't feel like I have to be too coy. The only thing I'm worried about potentially is maybe you know someone listening right now that's got a a, a pick coming up right here at this turn, you know, could go off of what we're saying. But the honest truth is, if your community's listening to another community and altering your pick based on that, when you've got two picks before us, like everybody here's picking twice and then we pick. So, you know, it's not like they can plan around what we're saying. And if they're going to change their vote because of what we're saying, that would be ridiculous. So um, I don't think that's the case. But soon we'll be drafting. And and I think once it turns back around, if we were to get Hopkins, Swift, or Pacheco, we would be to the moon. We would be absolutely to the moon. Um, and uh, let, let me hit this other news. Travis, hang tight real quickly. Let me get through the news. And then um, I'm going to go straight to Travis and a couple other people that are calling in yeah. that want to be on hold. So hang tight. Don't hang, don't go anywhere, though. Thank you, Andre. Hey, Thank you, hey, D. I'm going to call back in like five minutes. Okay, right? that's fine. All right. Uh, everybody else, hang tight real quickly on the phone line. Uh, Thomas, appreciate your vote, even though I disagree. It's okay. We're allowed to disagree. That's why we do this, my guy. Okay. 
Let's see here. Um, Patrick Mahomes just completed one of his best throws of the day during 7-on-7 drills. Mahomes zipped the ball 20 yards toward the sideline into the arms of Sky Moore, who made a great catch. Now, we can celebrate every single little catch. It's almost stupid to do that, but I just was bringing that up because of Sky Moore and the importance of Sky Moore being cuffed to Kadarius Tony, as Kadarius Tony and Pacheco are both set to play week one. Um, and they're both starters. You know, Kadarius Tony is the starter, but Sky Moore is also a starter. He's the slot wide receiver. And if anything happens to Kadarius Tony, Sky Moore is probably the most immediate benefactor. And he's already in the lineup. Okay, so just cuff the two together, and you're going to be you're going to be solid. But I still very much like drafting Kadarius Tony. We got 236 people in here. Please punch that thumb up button. Chris Olave might have had the catch of camp so far. Amazing grab during one on ones. This guy needs to be talked about every time we talk about Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson, top three to five wide receiver in 2023. If you don't know that that's coming, I can't help you. And if you think we're ridiculous as a community because we see Garrett Wilson as a top three to five wide receiver, I don't know what to tell you. This is not your cookie cutter mom and pop show. Okay, where we're just going to state the obvious and when it happens, we'll come around and tell you, oh, yeah, he's definitely top five after it happens. No, things are uncomfortable until they're not. And right now it might be uncomfortable for a lot of you to hear Garrett Wilson's a top three to five wide receiver, but he's a top three to five wide receiver. It also might be even more uncomfortable because he is a top 12 to 15 overall pick. So that's not that crazy of a take. I think people can digest that pretty comfortably. But what's going to make people upset and get a lot of panties in bunches is when I say that Chris Olave is actually on the same playing field. Chris Olave is in the same bucket, the same tier, and actually has the same amount of upside as Garrett Wilson. I said it. There's a reason Chris Olave is on the Mars Man list. He's on a shuttle to Mars. Mars Man. Look at this list. Bijan. Loads dropping and spinning aimlessly in space. Burrow, who everyone's worried about. Jamar Chase, who is having a little bit of a, a potential ADP reaction to the Burrow news, and, and Burrow's not out for week one. There's no negative news whatsoever that indicates that we should be assuming the worst. Joe Burrow's falling to round six. Absolute steal. Look at this monster. Burrow, Chase, Bijan, Alave, Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, Jameer Gibbs, St. Brown, Justin Fields. Best moon men list I think one could possibly assemble. And the reason I'm here is Chris Olave. Chris Olave has every bit as, uh, as much upside as Garrett Wilson. And, and it, makes, it makes people so uncomfortable. It makes people so uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. He's going around 2-3. It depends if you're drafted on an ESPN, then he goes in round 3. If you're drafted on... On underdog, he goes in two, and he's worth every single bit of that second round value. Every single bit of it. Alave deserves to be ranked where Garrett Wilson does, is, is getting ranked at that 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 overall territory. That's where Chris Alave should be. Learn about it or don't. You know, we're doing our best here to, to, to inform people. But, you know, some people are going to be stubborn and they're going to say, no, no. Saints, no. Derek Carr, no. Derek Carr was 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 given his walking papers from the Raiders. He must be bad, no. Derek Carr's not a great quarterback. Doesn't even matter. He's an air yard master. And guess who's an air yard cadet? 
This man, Chris Olave, led the NFL as a rookie for a significant amount of time as the number one air yard receiver in the National Football League before Jameis Winston went down. Then when Winston wasn't there to zip it, like Denny says, guess what happened? The air yards went away, but Kadarius Toney worked on his short game, worked on his sideline game, worked on his short route game, worked on his possession wide receiver game, and really it was a blessing in disguise. So Chris Olave now gets his air yard master and Derek Carr back on the roster. I mean, not back on the roster, but he gets an air yard master back. And that air yard master's name is Derek Carr. And he showed you what he can do with Devontae Adams. He can throw 100 missiles downfield. He can throw over 1,300 plus missile yards. He can throw over 13, 14 touchdowns to one single individual wide receiver like he did to Devontae Adams. And Chris Olave is going to get probably 1,500 plus total yards. 1,500 plus total yards. And I would say 12 to 14 touchdowns and 100 plus receptions with ease. With ease. With absolute ease. And I don't care what anybody says about it. That's how I feel. Okay? It's how Dad did it. It's how America does it. Derby dropping a super chat. Says, thanks for the advice from the other night when I called in. Wilson or Kelsey, keeper, unlimited years. Wilson all the way. Appreciate you, Derby. And you are the man, the myth, the legend. And John dropping a $5 hauler says, Dynasty 1QB received Fields. Christian Watson, Sutton lose London, Javante, and Levis. I take the Fields side and I run for the hills, bro. And I love Javante and I love London. But give me Fields and Watson. Uh, Your starting QB's golf. He's not bad. But this is a this is a dynasty league, bro. This is a dynasty league. You're about to get a top one to five quarterback in Justin Fields and get to keep him for over a decade. I don't care if it's a one QB league. You have Jared Goff, and I like Goff, but Fields is Fields, and Christian Watson's every bit as good as either one of London or Javante. You got to take that trade and you run. You run and you go to the bank. And on top of that, we're gonna go ahead and say, do we even have? Do we even have the... Got him. That is not to disrespect Javante or London. But Christian Watson and Fields are a smash. And you absolutely got him on that one, pal. Appreciate you. Thank you so much for your super chat. DeAndre Swift, the athletic Bo Wolf. Bo, who, I, mean, I, want, I want to trust a guy named Bo Wolf. I mean, look at that. Bo Wolf. I mean, two really killer names. I'm trusting him. He says, getting DeAndre Swift the ball in space has been an early focal point in Eagles training camp. Now, the reason I believe Bo is not because of his name. I'm joking. Um, It doesn't hurt. But the reason I believe Bo is this is not the first time we're hearing this in the last 48 hours. I've heard this from multiple people in Detroit camp saying that Swift is a wide receiver now. Okay, he's going to be listed as an RB. It will be interesting if if the fantasy football apps and league management software and platforms out there decide to throw a little, you know, position designation wrench into the mix because he might end up lining up a wide receiver. Him and Kincaid and a couple other players are going to be playing out of position so much that you'd think they've got to get multiple el- eligibility at different positions. But I feel like the league management soft- softwares and, and, and platforms are scared to make these moves because of the backlash of all the 
people out there that complain and moan and get their panties in a bunch because they don't have the situation the way that they thought. I thought that he wasn't going to be a position-eligible monster, Smitty. I'm going to complain and write ESPN until I'm... Can you take away Taysom Hill's designation for quarterback? It's unfair, even though Smitty said get Taysom Hill that year. Draft Taysom Hill because he'll be a quarterback in your tight end spot at some point during the season. But we didn't listen to him. We're going to cry and complain. We're going to bunch up our panties into a little ball. And we're going to complain over and over and over until ESPN folds like a chair. And ESPN folded like a chair. DeAndre Swift, back on point. DeAndre Swift is playing wide receiver. And for everybody that's going to say something weird like, Smitty, they don't throw to their running backs. Okay, yeah. And guess what? Pete Carroll doesn't roll with three wide receivers. Are you going to look at everything from the year previous and just extrapolate it over like a, a robot? Are you going to sit here and go, did Pete Carroll maybe telegraph that maybe he's not running the same personnel all the time anymore like he used to. Maybe last year's situation is going to look different than this year. Maybe Pete Carroll's such a madman, genius madman. He really is a mad, uh, like a mad, you know, mad scientist when it comes to things like this. I mean, if it's if it's me, I'm banking on that he's running with three wide receiver sets way more than anybody anticipates. And when the Eagles trade for DeAndre Swift, one of the most electric players in the league when the football's in his hands and he's healthy, when the Eagles trade for him and they start utilizing him a ton, not a little bit, not a couple catches, the word has been from multiple people out of Detroit Lion camp. And, and mind you, a lot of the beat writers are out there to make a splash. If anybody thinks that everybody that's reporting on the team is going to be all hunky-dory, roses, um, you know, uh, white doves, um, you know, everything's going to be absolute glory in the write-up, you got it wrong. Because beat writers are out there trying to make a name for themselves. And there are so many people writing on the team, everybody wants a bold take. So what's bolder than coming out and saying, this is not going to be a good move, or this is going to fail, or I'm seeing that this guy's playing bad. Oh, what did, what did that guy just say? And it creates controversy. So to have a bunch of beat writers and people that are reporting on Detroit Lion Camp right now, all in unison on that Swift's getting used. Swift's getting the ball thrown to him. He's running routes like crazy. They want to deliver the football to this kid, and he's going to be playing a wide receiver role, essentially. He's going to run. Nobody's And when someone says, Smitty, oh, they're going to run Penny. You're going to see. There's not enough carries for Swift to get in the Philly backfield. No one's, no one's expecting. I mean, maybe you are, Bob, but I'm not expecting him to get his his work done between the tackles. I don't know why you're insinuating that, Bob. What I believe is going to happen is this guy gets, you know, three, four, five hundred yards rushing. I don't even know if it's like 350 or if it's 550. I'm not expecting a thousand yard season. I'm expecting the reverse of what Eckler is now and what Eckler used to be. And maybe not to that degree, but Eckler was a 400 yard rusher and a 900 or 1,000-yard-plus wide receiver. That's what Eckler used to be, if you remember before he changed over to the workhorse when Melvin Gordon left, and they said, okay, you're now the workhorse between the tackles. Fantasy Worlds were actually a little concerned about the shift 
and his value. He's so good as a receiver. Like, I don't know how this is going to work out. Will he hold up? Another reason why there's a little concern about Eckler moving forward, but he's such a well, um, the, the guy takes care of himself and trains. And, and so there's, if they use him properly, Eckler could have another big year, but they have to use him properly. I don't think they can give Eckler a thousand yard rushing season. They got to be very, very careful with him. And I don't know what Kellen Moore is going to do with them. And I don't know how Kellen Moore is going to mix things up, but there's definitely some concern, but I don't know that it's overly concerned to where you you want no Eckler shares. I think you should have an Eckler share or two, but he does feel like a player. I don't want all my eggs in one basket with, but I do, I do like him, you know, especially early on. And you could always trade mid season. You could always draft a guy like Derrick Henry or Eckler. They start popping off. And I believe both could have very good starts to the year and then you potentially trade him. But back on point, God, I, I get sidetracked big time when I'm talking Swift. It goes down so many different rabbit holes and, and different topics get brought up. But Swift, in this situation, people just like to extrapolate data. Oh, yeah, they're just going to they're just gonna not throw. They're just going to, they're not going to throw to him, Smitty. They don't throw to their running backs. Okay, they haven't had a running back to throw to that has this kind of talent. This guy is a talent. You can make fun of him all you want. You can say he's a bust. You can say he's going to get hurt. But regardless of all that, he is one of the most electric players in the National Football League with the ball in his hand. So, you know, argue injury all you want. That's a very legitimate argument. But if this guy stays healthy, do you think he's not going to impress when they hand him the ball? Do you think he's not going to impress when he catches the football? And do you think that over time, making big plays won't lead to more opportunity? I'm not saying that he's a safe pick by any means. He certainly is not an all-eggs-in-one-basket player that you go all-in on in every single one of your leagues. Seven leagues, all-in on Swift, get him on every roster. No, you don't want to do that because he's got a significant amount of risk. This is one of those players where the scale is dead even. The risk is very heavy, but the upside's very heavy as well. Equally heavy. So equal that you're like, okay, I want to share but I don't want a ton of shares. I want players where the, the upside so heavy that the scale won't even move. It's slammed down on the upside's part of the scale and the risk is not heavy enough to even budge the scale. That's where I want all my eggs in one basket, draft them in every single league type of, of player. But but Swift, this is I'm hearing nothing but positive reports. And if you keep regurgitating that they don't throw to the running back, Smitty, and that he's not going to run enough Football is between the tackles, Smitty. You don't understand, I believe, the concept of what's in, in motion here. And that's okay. You don't have to. You could be so burned by him that you just don't want to go near him. And I get that. And he certainly could burn you again this year, just like Kadarius Tony could. But Swift has so much upside. I just don't want to hear that you don't see the upside anymore. Okay? You don't want to invest in him? Fine. Fine. But let's not pretend the upside isn't there. That's a ridiculous argument. But not going near him, I understand. I understand that very, very much. Um, Jalen Hyatt right here. This this kid's growing on me a lot. And and uh, he's been a standout performer early in training camp. This wide receiver room is very deep, but it's very, very mediocre. It's very deep. There's a lot of bodies. There's a lot of very decent bodies like Slayton, Hodgins, uh, I mean, it's, it's very, very deep. But 
the thing is, nobody's an elite talent but Darren Waller. So Darren Waller, I expect to be the number one pass catcher on the roster, even if Hyatt has a Christian Watson end of the year. You know, he's still going to get 800, 900 yards, six, seven touchdowns. If he if he was to have the Dotson or Christian Watson midseason on explosion, okay? Because he's probably not getting like 1,200 yards and seven touchdowns. He's going to do a little bit here or there. And then at some point, if he is the real deal, week seven, week eight, he gets unlocked and then he does something special. But that's what he's going to get you. He's not Darren Waller. Darren Waller is the number one. But the, 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 the wide receiver room is so mediocre but deep, he could climb to the very top of it. Ziggy, show me the front door. What's going on here? What's going on here? Is this Miss Smitty? What, what, she, she got the food. Miss Smitty's here. She got the teriyaki chicken, baby. The teriyaki chicken. The teriyaki chicken. We'll, we want it now. The meatloaf. Meatloaf, too. Um, Appreciate uh, all of you being in here. Punch that thumb up button. 255 of you in here. 85 thumbs up. Let's smash that button. Okay. Uh, this next piece of news is uh, from, oh, from Seattle uh, camp here. We've got Zach Charbonnet in pads. Looks like he handled yesterday. Look, it looks like he handled yesterday's work as well. So all indications are he is back. There's not big concern for Zach Charbonnet and his shoulder injury. However, if I had to guess, I truly mean this. If I had to guess, I would say there's still more concern. Ziggy, Ziggy, off. There's still more concern for Charbonnet long-term than than Walker. I know some people think the groin injury could linger, but he's resting the groin injury. It's, so, it's supposed to be a very moderate groin injury. So I, I think that his groin injury could go away, whereas the shoulder injury, it could be one of those things where he needs it like off the field cleanup or something, but uh, we'll have to keep an eye on that. But that's great news if you have standalone Zach Charbonnet shares, his value should climb back up until like the 100 overall value on Underdog Fantasy drafted us Monday through, I'm sorry, Thursday through Saturday uh, and sometimes Sunday. Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty Thursday through Saturday and sometimes Sunday. The link is in the the description of every single video. Um, let's see here. Here's a, a, a link right now. I'm going to drop it in the live chat. Um, we got, oh, we got a, do we have a $20 hauler that, that came flying in here? Oh my gosh. Hold on a second. Did I miss this? Did I miss a, did I miss a $20 hauler? Who dropped this? Vino, Vino, are you here? My guy, where's my boy Vino? Vino, this one's for you, pal. I'm giving you a moonshot. I'm giving you a $20 hauler standing ovation and we're doing it live. Vino, I just want to make sure you're here. Vino. Some of these slip in here while I'm ranting and raving. $20 hauler, let's go, Vino. Alert. Super chat alert. Alert. Super chat alert. Where's my boy Vino? Where's my boy Vino at? Vino. Holler at me real quick so I know you're here. 14 team, full PPR. T-Law, DeMonte, Javante, Amon Ra, Garrett Wilson, Waller, Ridley, Watson, Washington defense. Benches, Penny, Quentin Johnson, Bigsby, Dulcich, Alec. Um, Love, Calvin Austin. Calvin Austin's looking good. Uh, Roshan, it's a good squad here. Good squad here. T-Law, 
Javante, Monty, Amon Rod, Garrett Wilson, Waller, Ridley, Watson. So you got a you got a really good squad. I, I I would work on that running back two or one a little bit. Uh, you probably leave Javante B. And you know, can you trade Monty and I don't even know what you could trade at this point. Monty and who's your who's your tight end? Monty and what? So maybe like you go after a, a go to the Conquo owner, go to the Kincaid owner. There you go, Vino. Appreciate you being here, pal. Go to the Aconquo owner. Go go to the Aconquo Aconquo owner and see if you can upgrade Monty into a, a slightly better running back. I just hope that fits perfectly. And if not Kincaid, I love Waller, and I'm not saying to trade him, but I wouldn't mind seeing you upgrade Monty a touch. You know, that's the only thing I would say. Am I missing a running back here? So it's a it's kind of a light running back room. It is a 14 team league though, but still. It's it's your receivers are through the roof, but because Javante's coming back from injury, I just I'm a little concerned about the RB room. But I, I like Bigsby a lot. Maybe you could go after ETN using Monty. Um, is this a keeper league of any any sort? I don't think so. That's a good squad though, Vino. It's a very very good squad. Don't give away Waller. Just use a Conquo's ability to maybe produce as many points as, as Waller this year to your advantage in trying to upgrade either Javante or Monty. Work on that, and that's about it. I don't think you need to do anything else. That's a great squad. That's a really good squad, bro. You did a great job on that. Chubbs dropping a $2, says the legend of Smitty continues. This guy is GOAT. Thank you. Appreciate you, Chub. Chubbs to the moon. You're the GOAT, Chubbs. Not me. Uh, phone lines are open if anybody wants to dial in while we're finishing up the news here. Uh, this is, I believe, the last piece of news, is it? Or is this one also Chris Olave? We got to that. I think this is the last piece of news right here. This one is uh, that uh, De- uh, Devontae Adams not happy that Josh Jacobs isn't with the team right now. He told NFL Network not having him here right now is obviously something that I'm not happy with. He played like the best running back in the league last year, which is, if you ask me, was the best back in the league, uh, and so on and so on. But Devontae Adams has had a problem with everything going on in 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 Las Vegas all year long and I don't blame him I'm not saying he's wrong but he's definitely not happy and and I'm just telling you right now and I I hate to go on another Raiders rant because I do that every night it seems and I'm not trying to but they're in the news a lot because of Jacobs and everything but I just think that of 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 all the players in the National Football League Jacobs and Adams are the most likely this is a very reckless reckless guess but the most likely two players one of which, I'm not saying both at the same time or anything, are likely to get banged up during the season and say, I'm going to sit out and protect my body so that I don't ruin my chances of getting where I need to get next year, especially Jacobs you know, trying to find a home. But at the same time, the problem with that is that if he ends up not going out and bowling out, teams may not want him next year. You know, So it's a catch-22 double-edged sword. For Jacobs, uh, Adams, I think people would realize Adams sat out and he probably could do well for a short period of time. But, the, the, you know, Jacobs is in a tough spot. He's going to be facing a lot of eight-man fronts and stacked boxes. And, and he's holding out or holding, not holding out, but not reporting or not signing his deal. So, essentially, he's holding out in my eyes. Because holding out, to me, in fantasy is that he's not going to be there to get the reps and be in the best position to stay healthy. He's now going to have a serious increase uh, of injury risk on top of being a 400, you know, almost a 400 total touch player last year, which is almost a recipe in itself of having you get injured. Um, phone lines are open. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. 
Um, this was an example. Uh, the, the phone lines are not named after Travis. This was an example. Let, let's uh, let's name them after uh, uh, Bella. Check yourself today. Check yourself. So the phone lines the phone lines can be. Uh, we're gonna figure out a way to, to 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 label this for one person. So Bella, check yourself. Phone lines t- as an example. I believe I'm gonna do this in terms of who's the highest super chatter. It might just be who's the highest super chatter of the month. So the highest super chatter of the month, I might name the phone line after that person until someone knocks them off, you know. And so that that might be a good way to tribute to everybody and say, you know, call into the show. The Bella, call, check call yourself phone lines, you know. So we'll we'll get into that. I, that was an idea I had. I haven't fully put it into motion. I was throwing names up there as an example, uh, uh, like the Rock Out phone lines. Uh, Rock Out, how would this how would this feel to you? Call into the show. The rock call out call into the show. Rock What's that? out. How would you like it if if when you called in, I said you know this is the you call into the rock out phone line or the the call into the phone lines presented by Rock Out. Call into the show. Call, call, call uh, into that's the show. cool. <laughs> so we're I think the highest super chatter of the month is gonna take over that phone line uh, uh, presented by. You know, situation, and you know what? There's there's people out there that like, you know, they they uh, they give um, YouTube exclusive um, memberships, and I might have to incorporate that as well. Like if that exceeds it or something like that. Rock out! What is up, my guy? You're live. Well, I left you a um, a DM on IG. Okay, Rock out sent me something. This is probably relating to the throne team. It's Javante's season, known and no reason. People thought he was on a straight vacation, but he coming back with a big vengeance. Breaking, breaking tackles like he used to. Coming like he's coming through, scoring like a touchdown. That's how we do Javante season on the rise. Thank you, Rock Out. Appreciate you. That, that That's going into my, my safe so no one can steal it and, and, and license right. it to another <laughs> channel. Um. You have a we have the Javante season somewhere in here the Javante season uh, song that I made using a lot of everybody's uh, uh, you know sayings and everything I'm trying to find it right now uh, to you see like where Javante it's at. Season ain't no reason. Yeah, something. yeah, I'm trying to find it right now. It's such a good song. Um, if I could find it, I'll, I'll put. It. I think this might be it. These are all from these are all from everybody just sent in voice memos I just made into a song. <laughs> yeah. Like me and you. Hold on one second, Rock Out. Hold on one second. <laughs> anyway, uh what'd you say, Rock Out? What I was saying, uh, me and you were early on Javante and Swift, 
Like, we know we're right. We just need them reduced. JCIM says, uh, save some of the women for the rest of us rock out. Uh, rock out's hog- hogging it all is what he's trying to say. Look, rock out comes with the straight fire. The straight fire. Um, rock out, what do you think of this throne team so far? Are, are there any players you don't like or love from the nine spot here? This team feels fire to me. So far, it looks pretty good to me. Yeah, I like it a lot. I, f- I feel really, really, really good about it. Um, I think Whatever. we might have. What? Go ahead. Were the other creators in the draft? I forgot all of them. Um. Yeah. There. There's. Uh. There's a couple new ones you might not uh, know. But hold on one second. I think they may have picked George Kittle. Just went, and I think uh, the next pick is about to go right now. And then there's somebody with the back to backs. So we okay. we should be. I don't think we'll be up during this draft, but it's possible. But I don't think we will be. Um, it's also 9 p.m. Eastern now, and some of these guys, you know, they kind of quit around 10, 10 p.m. Eastern sometimes. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, so far, so good. I mean, Waller will be there at tight end. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins may or may not be gone by then. Um, I don't know if I love any of the other wide receivers that are up top. I mean, we like DSN a lot. Uh, Pacheco and Swift. Those are the those are the players I think we're we're gonna probably narrow down to to a vote, and then you guys decide. And if I can, I'll try and go live to have a vote. But if not, I'll do it on a IG poll or go live on Instagram. It sometimes it's hard to go live on YouTube when I've already gone live or I'm planning on going live. So if it doesn't fit, I don't I don't just go live for the draft. But usually there's a about three or four times, five times during the draft where it'll just fall in perfectly. But but it's an IG and YouTube and Discord and every community is involved. So you'll see me swing over to one community and get a vote from them. And I try and involve everybody. So that's what I've done for the every time, every year. So, um, yeah, but e- even if we went like, even if we went Garrett Wilson in round one and St. Brown in round two and we didn't take Barkley, I would have been a great team. I mean, we would have, we would have, we would have probably considered an RB instead of London, maybe. But even if we just say like swap out Garrett Wilson and Barkley, and let's say we get Pacheco at the next pick, that would be a good team, and I'd, I'd be happy with it. Fields, Brees, Hall, Pacheco, St. Brown, Garrett Wilson, London. I mean, that'd be a killer trio of wide receivers. But I don't think it really matters. I think this is a a, a very very equal team, you know. And I think Barkley could have that top five running back season. So. Our RBs are in good shape. Our wide receivers are in good shape. We have fields. We're the most balanced team in the entire in the entire draft, in my opinion. So, yeah, it seems like it. I mean, if we went Waller, which I don't know that I want to, because I'd rather go like you know a tight end that we like a little later, maybe a couple of them, and then you know be able to get that other RB or wide receiver here. But the next pick could be our flex, or you know RB could be our flex a tight end or we could go with our third wide receiver and then still have a flex option that we need to fill. But it's a one QB. It's not a super flex, but there is a flex spot right down there. You see it wide receiver, running back tight end. And there's no, I don't think there's a kicker a D. So this is the, this is the entire lineup right in front of you. This is the entire lineup. There's no kicker, no D. And then there's, um, I don't know, eight bench spots, something like that. Uh, Avi, you're live. Yo, what's up, Smitty? Uh, yeah, I just want to talk about the team. Uh, I love every pick but the Drake London pick. Uh, I missed that one. Uh, I'm not very high on him just because uh, B. John Robinson's there. Kyle Pitts is there. 
I think I, I, the quarterback's unproven. I'm not saying he can't be good, but I love the rest of the team. We got a top three quarterback. Barkley's insane. Brees Hall's insane. I think we made the right pick with Barkley over Garrett Wilson, but you can't really go wrong. But uh, hopefully Drake London proves me wrong. I'm not. I don't want to doubt him. I'm just saying he's someone I'm not really looking into. But we'll, well see. Even if he has, we'll he was on pace for 1,300 yeah. yards. Pretty much with Ritter in there, the, his final I think five or six yeah. games he was on pace for 50, for thirteen hundred yards, but I th- I think like he's got a real opportunity to disappoint and still get what we paid for him. You know what I mean? Like if he gets five touchdowns, yeah. six touchdowns, and twelve hundred yards, I mean that's kind of like an okay number for a player we're drafting that late. So for me, yeah. I feel like he's only got upside. I don't think there's a lot of risk involved. And Drake London, honestly, is probably better than Christian Watson. He just doesn't have Christian Watson's really? situation. Yeah, I mean Drake Drake London came in as a very very big time oh, yeah. wide receiver prospect and as much as I love Christian mm-hmm. Watson, he's probably a better physical specimen. Watson's still very raw. I'm not saying Watson's not going to pass him and I'm not saying Watson won't be better. I think Watson could yeah, is yeah. very much better than Drake London from a fantasy perspective. But he's also in a very good spot. I think Jordan Love is going to feed the hell out of him. I think Jordan Love is going to turn heads. I think people are crazy to doubt Jordan Love is the, the way they doubt him. Uh, I, I just think London is for sure not in the most ideal situation. But he's looked good in camp. He's made good good catches. He's he's looking like he's taking a big step forward. Uh, I wish he I wish he did have a better quarterback. But that doesn't scare me off on Bijan. But it does scare me off a little bit on on. Pitts, which is why you haven't heard me talk about Pitts. I took him off the yeah. the the satellite man list. Even he's not even on the satellite man list. I do love Pitts. I do, but Pitts is a, yeah. a little bit of a concern because the if anybody's going to get hit, it'll be Kyle Pitts. It won't be London. I think London's the number one wide receiver. They got to throw the football to move the chains. Sure. There's he's going to get he's going to get a, a ninety receptions and in, in his wor- in a worst case scenario, you know. I'm not really doubting Drake London. I, he was nasty at USC. I really loved him coming out of college. It's more the quarterback. I don't know. They got B. John Robinson. I feel like Drake London, like Jawan Dawson, we could get later. Someone who maybe I'm just not totally sold on Drake London, but he's got some potential. I think I'm, fifth round's a little high for him. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I don't think I don't that's the latest you're ever gonna get him, though, bro. Like th- this is know, this is arguably a top ten wide receiver. He he could be a wide receiver mm. one in fantasy. I, I, I don't see that. I, I, I know you don't. Too many good receivers. I know you don't. Yeah. But uh, but I like the team. We're balling. We're balling. Yeah, I think I think this next pick is going to be uh, awesome. We did want Watson there. Like I, I did want to draft Watson over London again. London's skill set is better than Watson's yeah. from a physical perspective, but Watson's the better fantasy football pick this year, and maybe yeah. maybe the rest of their career. I'm not. I, Watson could be a top five to ten wide receiver for the rest of his career i mean we don't we don't really know he's very raw and he's got a lot of upside but he's he, he's six foot four runs a four two eight so christian watson's a, a phenom but but i would have rather had christian watson here but drake london is just in a little worse situation but uh such an amazing talent uh i don't uh what, what are your thoughts on pacheco or on Javante, um, Javante's a little early, but Pacheco next, Swift yeah. next, um, um, Waller next. Pacheco, I like. 
Prosecco's a decent pick next. I think we're very balanced, so we can go either way. Like, we're, like I'd have to see when we get to that. Oh, wait, are we coming up soon? Or how? Yeah, we'll be up pretty pretty soon. Okay, yeah, I, I'm down for Pacheco. He's wearing number 10 for a reason. I'm telling you, that dude is wearing number 10. not saying he's Tyree Kill speed or nothing, but that dude runs hard. He runs physical. I think he's got a big chance. I like Pacheco. Javante Williams a little early just because yeah, you know, the Broncos fall. got some other guys there. He should I fall. Think I think Javante on the way back would be fine, but I think it's too early for Javante. For sure. But Pacheco, Pacheco's a little early too, but um, uh-huh. it depends on the format and it depends on where you're drafting. And looking yeah. at, at this, he's ranked high enough that it's a concern that he won't be there when we flip back. So if we want him, we got to take him now and reach a little bit. But when I say reach, I mean uh-huh. we're taking him like he's the one, two, three, four, five, six ranked running back. So, you know, you mix in quarterbacks, tight ends, wide receivers. That's probably like a 10 or 12 pick reach for us. But it's going to go all the way down and all the way back. So it's not quite 20 picks, but it's. It's about. Yeah, it's it's about. Time. Yeah, it's a. There's no way he's gonna be there. <laughs> By the time we get back, it's gonna be like P. Ryan, uh, Brian Robinson, Antonio Gibson players left, and at wide receiver. By the time it gets back to us, it's probably gonna be. There might be a Deontay Johnson, a Pickens, like someone yeah. like that. So we should go RB actually because we'll find a decent receiver. I think. Oh yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna push us, I think, to go RB, but we'll have to see. the The good yeah, news yeah. is the wide receivers are are. I mean, like Hopkins is there. If Hopkins is there, I'd rather take Hopkins than go RB. But oh yeah, but he'll he'll probably be nice. gone. Yeah, uh, Miles Sanders gone. Yeah, he's gone. All right, uh, Avi. Anything else? Uh, no, nah, I'll just stay on the line. Okay. Um, let me go over to Travis. Travis, what's up? What's up, Travis? How you liking the team so far? Um, I like it a lot. I'm getting covering it. I was, I was just cleaning up after dinner, so I might have missed part of it. But um, uh, I, I think actually Barkley kind of put us on a on a good path. Kind of allowed us to have a more balanced team, man. Yeah. You know, we were talking about how some people wanted Wilson, and but Barkley and Diggs were in that boat, and so yeah, put us on the right path. I mean, th- this like this group of uh, of players right here on this graphic just looks insane. You know, L- London, I like. I know yeah. Avi doesn't love him, but I love London. I I think London, London from a skill set why uh, why skill set wise, he's a top eight wide receiver in the league, and I think in the making, but. It's just going to be whether Ritter can get him there or not. Ritter might not be able to. N- not saying that that London's not better than DJ Moore because London's much better than DJ Moore. But DJ Moore was a perfect example of a player we were waiting on. McLaurin's a player we've been waiting on, and he's already too old to really for it to really come true. I mean, he he'll he could do it this year. McLaurin could have a really good year, but I think Dotson is better than him. But that's just my bold take. But I, I think I feel like London's got that same kind of feel to him. Is is we're waiting on the quarterback situation, and I know a lot of people are worried about Ritter. You mentioned it in the live chat that that uh, you know not the greatest reports have been coming out, but I, I still think he's capable of moving the football down the field. And once the run sets up the pass, they'll be a little easier too. 
And and the fact that these two have rapport and and Ritter had him on like a thirteen hundred yard pace for five six games, that 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 excites me enough to say okay, you know London London could have probably in a worst case scenario twelve hundred yards and seven touchdowns or six touchdowns. I think that's that's probably the worst case scenario if he plays seventeen games, and that's a really good that's a really yeah. good return on investment. We just want him to crush that. We don't want him to return the investment amount. We want him to crush it, but it is what it is. Yeah, um, I, I was gonna. How many rounds is this draft? Uh, you know? it is sixteen rounds. Okay, so we got to keep that in mind too, in terms of you know, like it's not like an eighteen or twenty round draft like and, underdog. And know? Kittle so just went. Kittle just went. So uh, the team now that's on the clock does. They already have Andrews, Diggs, Garrett Wilson, Travis Etienne. <laughs> Uh, the team in the 12, well, um, 12 spots got Lamb, A.J. Brown, Aaron Jones, and Najee. Where, um, where does JSN go on, on Sleeper in this ADP? Let's see. We, I mean, he's definitely a guy I want. I just I think we'd have to take him now versus wait, but 78 overall. So we're talking... Um, I wish they'd give you the the what pick there? pick that it was. So you're talking about uh, five rounds, um, sixty picks. So sixty plus. Uh, we're we're talking about sixty. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, fourteen. So probably. 80 some eight I think uh his yeah JSN's ADP is at 78 and we're going to be drafting in like the mid 80s or early 80s or whatever so 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 it might be tough if we took like a Swift or a Pacheco to come back and get him yeah it, so it if we want kinda... if we want him we got to go now probably okay um, which I'm not I against mean, it, if, it, I'm not against that if everybody No wants... I'm not I'm not either but there, there's also like Dotson and Pickens are a little later too. You said, yeah, they yeah. Be terrible th- options either. Yeah, I think yeah. Swift and Pickens might be better than going early on a player like you just mentioned. I'm going to be coy about it. Uh, but but like if Hopkins were there, I'd go Hopkins. But if Hopkins <laughs> isn't there, I think it's good to right. go RB, RB, and then we get a, a guy like Pickens later. I got you. Um, rock right. out. And then um... oh, go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Rock out. What, what else? What else you got, pal? Yeah. Uh, what's your plan of attack if you if it's like curveballs? If someone took like two quarterbacks in first two rounds and it's a one quarterback league, I was in a draft like that like last year. What do I do if someone does what? If someone froze, like, if a leak was, like, super reaching or or you got, like, a snipe, what's, like, your plan of attack? You just take the best player available. I mean, best player available really is your guide. I mean, sometimes if someone's, like, scooping up all the positions, like, in a dumb way that, that is going to make it difficult on you, there's got to be somebody – there's got to be a way to, to counteract that, like, quickly at, at a certain point, but – you know, if you aren't going to get a quarterback you want. But, I mean, it's, you can't really probably give me a scenario that doesn't just 
scream, keep taking the best player available. Because if someone's screwing up the draft and drafting really badly, then that means every yep. single round someone's falling that shouldn't fall. And if you don't get Fields and T-Law and those guys at quarterback, let's say, because someone's being really stupid with drafting and they double down on everything, I mean, then you take Aaron Rodgers and Anthony Richardson combo later if you're, you you know want to do something like that, or Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers, and then you have this team you shouldn't have, you know, at, at RB, wide receiver, and, and tight end, so... I, I, if people draft stupid, don't follow them and draft stupid. Otherwise, you're not drafting against traffic. Uh, Des Des says St. Brown or Dotson or Alave and DJ Moore. Des, appreciate your super chat. I'm sorry for the delay on this one. Uh, St. Brown, St. Brown, and Dotson or Alave and DJ Moore. I'd probably say St. Brown and Dotson. Because I like Dotson almost. I like Dotson quietly more than DJ Moore. So give me St. Brown over Alave, but yeah. but it's close. I love Alave, but that's that's probably the way I'd roll on that one. Does especially if it was Dynasty. Thank you for the super chat. And then this question right here from John. I think I already did this one. One QB Dynasty giving Fields, Camara receiving London, Javante Fields. Yeah, I did that one already. Fields. Wait, did I? London and Javante Williams. I don't think so. Oh, it's a different one. It just, different looks, it just looks different. It looks, yeah. Okay, this is the same guy, though, so it must be a different version. Okay, so one QB giving Fields and Camara receive London Javante. Burrow is my QB1. So you just have a very similar team. Okay, different different league. Um, I I mean, that one's okay, given the context of it, but I, part of me, like, feels like you... Part of me feels like you could get maybe more instead of buying Javante at such a high price and buying London at such a high price. Cause everyone like, look at the call to look at Avi's take on London. There's a lot of people that aren't super high on London yet. And Javante is very questionable right now. So I just kind of feel like Camara's values climbing fields is, you know, hit and miss, but you could always find a buyer that agrees with top five running back or top five quarterback value, even though some, some are not going to, I feel like you can get more. Um, yeah, he's kind of selling Kamara while he's still kind of low because some people are still shying away from him because I know his value is rising, but some people just don't like him because of what he did, and then some people shy away because of the suspension. So on top you know, of maybe wait for his value to go up a little. On bit. top of that, I don't like that. Um, yeah, you shouldn't have drafted probably both quarterbacks. This isn't a best ball. Best ball is fun to do that, and and I love it. But this one, I. I would have just taken a player that helped. like now you're trying to trade them and you're you're probably getting players that you could have just drafted you know and you just you know don't 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 chase a position like that and think you're getting so creative that you're gonna take over the league and everyone's gonna be begging you for a trade and uh, I don't know we'll see if it works out for you but with with everybody usually people that don't draft a quarterback early you can't convince them to take fields they'll say no I like my court they like their late quarterback strategy so. You, you're probably looking at one or two teams in the entire league that even want to trade for a quarterback. So you you have no market. You think you're going to have a market, but you literally have no market because no one's viewing quarterback like you do. So I mean, at at that at that point, you know, you could say, well, then maybe he needs to take that trade, if if that's the way you feel that the market is. It's not horrible. It's a it's definitely a decent get get back. I, I don't think you're you're getting crushed on it, but I'd try and get a little more, or I don't know. Maybe fields for the combination without 
<laughs> without giving up Camaro, but I don't know. Chubb or Diggs at 1.10, Wilson or Amon Ra 2.5. Um, I don't draft Chubb in the second round or in the first round, so Chubb's not going 1.10 to me. I'm not saying I don't love Chubb at the at the 2.2 to 2.5 value. I do. So this is not a I don't like Nick Chubb, you know, rant by any means, but. For me, I don't see him as a first-rounder right now. There's too many other players that I like. I just don't rank him inside my top 12. Diggs, I, I rank at the 11, 10, 11, 12, 13. So I'd probably say Diggs. Uh, Wilson or Amon Ra at 2.5. I'd probably say give me Garrett Wilson because I would draft Garrett Wilson over Amon Ra, but barely. Like, they're neck and neck. But dare I say I'd rather have Amon Ra and Garrett Wilson over Chubb, Diggs, Garrett Wilson, Amon Ra. Like, if you... Like I just take maybe take Garrett Wilson at the the one point ten, and then take take Amon Ra at the two point five, you know, like that's probably where I would go with it. I, I'd rather just have those two players, personally. Um, I like Diggs. Diggs isn't bad. Go, you can go Diggs and Amon Ra or Diggs and Garrett Wilson, and you'd be fine. Um, but I'm 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 personally just not taking Chubb at ten. But that's me. I know a lot of people might disagree, but the guy scored zero touchdowns on the ground the moment. Deshaun Watson came back and he was back for six straight games and, and and Nick Chubb's offense changed dramatically and so you're walking into 2023 with him still not scoring a single rushing touchdown coming off of a uh-huh. six game drought so that just makes him that makes him somebody I hesitate on at first round value once you get back into the second round I start getting a little more excited about it I, um, I had a question about Chubb actually all right Thank you for your super um, chat. If, if uh, like, if, if you're someone who, who likes dropping that, you know, first, first, second round turn or whatever, w- wouldn't you say like you'd also have to be a person that believes that Watson is going to bounce back to be like a top twelve QB or whatever in order for him to produce alongside of him, or does that not matter to you? Yes and no. I mean, I don't need him to be a top five quarterback, but I need him not to change the offense in a bad way like he did did his final six, the final six games of the season. Um, That's why I said like top top 12-ish, you know, like a a serviceable guy who's not going to be bad, you know. Yeah, I mean, I I just – There's some people that hate him. Hate Watson. They don't think he's going to bounce back. Yeah. Um, Her- Harrison says stupid to take Wilson over Amon Ra. Uh, no, I don't. It's not stupid to do that, though, Harrison. I know you're passionate about Amon Ra. So am I. But it, it comes down to what can you get away with, is what he's looking at. You know what I'm saying, Harrison? Like, if, if Amon Ra on the pre rank list is much lower than Garrett Wilson, then you're going to want to go Garrett Wilson first so you can get both of them. But if Garrett Wilson's falling and Amon Ra's ranked higher, which might be the case, then yeah, you take Amon Ra and then you try and let Garrett Wilson slip. But I don't. I I, I think you're. They're they're both going to be. They're both capable of being three to five in fantasy football 2023. A lot of people joke that I have more than five top five wide receivers, and that that isn't wrong. <laughs> I've there are probably six to seven top five wide receivers in my top five. Um. But, you know, that, that's also me telling you the ranges, you know. The ranges matter. Like, if Garrett Wilson's top three to five, like, and, and Olave's three to five to me, and and you got Diggs that's like, you know, four to six, four to seven. And I say that because, you know, there are some questions about Diggs. 
Uh, I, I don't think it's crazy to think things could spill over into his play or that he's going to throw a temper tantrum in the middle of the year and things get all crazy. And But, but you know, these are all very close players. And I think to say something like this, Harrison, and I'm not, I, you know, I, I appreciate you, Harrison. Um, it's stupid to take, it's not stupid to do anything really, bro. Because cause who's to say it's stupid when St. Brown wasn't on anyone's mind walking into you know, a lot of people doubted St. Brown last year. A lot of people doubted St. Brown the year prior, didn't even draft him. So, like, it might seem stupid now, but, like, these things all evolve, and sometimes you not everybody can see everything coming. But Garrett Wilson's got every every much as, uh, a chance to be as good as Amon Ra or Diggs. These are all very close players. I just think people get a little caught up in the, it's for sure right or wrong. Like, Diggs... Amon Ra, Garrett Wilson, let's not pretend like those guys can't be interchangeable. I obviously have my order of them, but I'm not going to sit here and say that Diggs can't be the number one wide receiver in the NFL in 2023. He certainly could be, but it could also be seven because there's there's literally seven, eight guys that are so good they could be top five. And I think that's what it's about. And we got a $20 super chat here from Overcome. Overcome dropping missiles on the, on the screen. Alert. Super chat alert. Alert. Super chat alert. Overcome. Overcome dropping a super chat on screen. He says, I don't land Amon Ra and Garrett Wilson in my favorite league. I don't land Amon Ra. I'm coming here uh, to armed forces or figuring out how to trade for the stack. Okay. Appreciate you overcoming. And I don't I don't blame you. If I get the 10, 11, 12 pick in any draft, Garrett Wilson Ama Garrett Wilson Ama Raw is probably my favorite two players to have if I could come away with that. So I'm I'm in agreement with you. If you could get Bijan, obviously, but Bijan's not falling to like ten or anything like that. But I love I love that duel. I love it. I love it. Garrett Wilson, Amon Ra. We almost, you know, we almost pulled off the the Barkley and and Garrett Wilson. But I would have been just as happy with Garrett Wilson, Amon Ra. To be honest, like I would have been just as happy. I just think that the way we're building this team, it feels so good. It just feels like it's 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 balanced. Everything's falling exactly where it needs to be. Um, I, I just got a message from the group chat on this league. And it looks like it looks like two minutes in so far, and it's going to be a close race. Um, he's going to try to wrap it up as quick as he can. It's DeAndre Hopkins, J.K. Dobbins, DeAndre Swift, Chris Godwin. So that's not good that Swift is in this. And Swift is in the second place of voting. So hopefully, hopefully that changes. I mean, technically speaking, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you know, we could swing it and, and, and cast a vote. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, so so se- 17 votes so far in just the first couple minutes. 17 votes for Swift, Twenty or 15 votes for JK, 18 votes for Godwin, and 13 votes for Hopkins. Now, the good news is that Hopkins isn't going to get taken by this group so far. From what I can tell, it's going to be Chris Godwin and Swift. 
But there's going to be two more picks before we're up, and I, my guess is Hopkins goes, if I had to guess, in inside those next two picks. But we'll see. I mean, it would be pretty crazy if we got Hopkins as our third wide receiver. That would be pretty solid. Yeah. What, what is that for? Is that for another channel? Like for another, another uh, It's a Green Bay Packer, Green Bay Packer page, actually. Um, I brought him in because oh, okay. he's a good dude. He's got really good engagement, and I thought he could bring some good uh, awareness to it. He actually won it last year too, which was cool. Uh, but he's very, very yeah. Packer oriented. Um, but I don't know if he's drafted any Packers yet. Well, I, uh, let me see what his team is. Let me pull it up real quick. I forget his oh, team. Uh- <laughs> His team is uh, Aaron Jones. So his team is CeeDee Lamb, uh, A.J. Brown, Aaron Jones, Najee, and then they're probably going with, it looks like, Godwin and, and, and Swift. So I'm not scared of their team this year. It's a good good team, it's, good team. Uh, it's not better than ours. It's kind, of, it's kind of funny. I just opened up Instagram, and top thing is SportsCenter. It says, players do, do not draft. DeAndre Hopkins, do not draft. Reese Hall, do not draft. Uh Swift, do not draft. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes that's good. Sometimes that's good. Sometimes you want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me yeah. not to draft Jalen Hurts again. <laughs> yeah. I, I, ha- I have daily arguments, daily arguments with people, the same arguments over and over on fields. It Sometimes it gets taxing. But uh, uh, overcome, appreciate your $20 hauler, my man. Um, beast come in here and let us know if you if you land both your players in your draft i, I do want to know you got to come in here and drop a drop a missile on us and let us know appreciate everybody that super chatted so far uh let me see if there's any news that's out lingering since we've been live i haven't been refreshing actually so there could be something sitting right under my nose hyatt 23 point what is this underdog rookies on the move in best ball mania um, this is uh, for anybody who wants to draft with us on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and sometimes Sunday. I've pinned the link in the live chat, I believe. I believe I pinned it, didn't I? I don't know. Maybe I didn't pin it in the live chat yet. Let me pin the link real quick in the live chat. Um, but on Underdog Fantasy, promo code SMITTY, uh, we draft Monday. Let's see. We draft Monday through, I'm sorry, Thursday through Saturday. Let me see if I can pin that link. Overcome it. Thank you again for... For dropping that super chat pal okay here's the link i'm going to pin it right now underdog fantasy promo code smitty pinned it right now if you guys want to draft with us on underdog thursday friday saturday and sometimes sunday going forward we will be drafting on underdog and that you can see the underdog sign right there promo code smitty and this is an update from underdog it says jalen hyatt has moved up 23.3 spots since the last adp update on the best ball mania Marvin Mims has moved up 13 spots. Laporta's moved up only six. Kincaid's moved up only five spots. And uh, Zay Flowers has moved up only 4.6. Let's talk about Zay for a second because Zay Flowers, I took him off the Moon Man list and I, I kind of regret it because I just, everything I've said about him, everything I said about him when we made him a Moon Man, we just, he kind of went dormant for a while. We started to potentially, I think, or at least I did. Let the uh, is Lamar really gonna make him explosive his first year, or are we gonna have to wait a little while on Zay? But Zay's been unguardable, and he's so quick. I, I kind of feel like I got to put him back on the Moon Man list. The problem is, I don't. I, it's so hard. I don't have room, 
and I don't want to take anyone off, and I don't want to keep just adding more players, but it's becoming increasingly hard, harder and harder to add anybody to the Moonman list without it just getting out of control. Yeah. But, I mean, Zay, Zay deserves to be on it. He looks so unguardable right now. He looks so unguardable. I, I feel like I, I we just gotta we gotta redo the satellite man list in a in a way that's impactful. That's what I was gonna ask you. Are we gonna are we gonna like make the satellite list like a, a thing that like you know sticks once we start the season? Like will that get pulled up too when you show like Moon Man, Mars Man, satellite? Are we gonna try to like round out the satellite list or something? I don't know. I, I, I it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like it's holding the same like impact so. That's why I have yeah, kind of ignored it, but, like, but it's just kind of like a just kind of like a holding bin for guys that are kind of on the on the bubble. Yeah, but the, I mean, these are two very good guys on it that I have. Yeah. I I just removed pits on it. But flowers, yeah. JSN. These are they the two sa- these are the two satellite men right now, and and I think that they they're flowers. they're just awesome. They're the two very very good players. Uh, Chris, you're live. Hey, Smitty. Love the show. The show loves uh, you back. I just wanted to... Yeah, thank you. Um, I just got, um, I got my pick in redraft, and uh, it, it was a fourth pick. And I just wanted to know, like, uh, from the fourth slot, what would be, like, your ideal start? Because I, I think I kind of know what it is, but I kind of want to know what, what your ideal start would be. Yeah. From the fourth slot for Yeah, so fourth slot for me is pretty... I mean, pretty easy. I go Bijan. I mean, I can go uh, Kelsey there. And this is the one year where I think going Kelsey makes the most sense if you were to because the running back and wide receiver pool is so deep. There's no dead zone. There's there's Pachecos and Javantes and Kenneth Walkers and Gibbs for days, you know. And the same thing with wide receiver. You got George Pickens and Dotson and those guys down on like seven and eight. Like you, you can load up and still go Kelsey and be fine. But Bijan's the pick for me. Uh, if St. Okay. Brown or Garrett Wilson fell here, then I would obviously take them with your second-round pick. But for me, the go-to has been Alave, and I know that's early depending on the platform. So if you can get him in round three, do that and, and maybe go Pollard in round two. The point is, the reason I go Alave there is if I can't get another wide receiver one, he is the the best wide receiver one disguised as a non-wide receiver one that I think is exists in fantasy at that point in a draft. So if you think you can get that player in round three, then by all means go running back, running back. You know, and and, right, and, then, and then and then take Alave in round in round three. But that could eliminate you getting Gibbs. So you know, you could say, yeah. "Hey, instead of getting Pollard here and then Alave, maybe you like Gibbs, Bijan, and Alave." It just depends on you know, pick your poison. Like that's those are two very, very. Good. But that's that's kind of how I start, bro. And then and then Fields and five, and this is gold. Like Bijan, Gibbs, was- Alave, Fields and five. You can do whatever you want for so, so yeah. smash. Burrow and that six. Was more, that was more or less like how I was thinking you were going to take it and. You know what, maybe if I have a chance, bro, I'm not going to let it pass me by. I'm going to take Gibbs and Bijan and just Atta let boy. it ride, bro. Oh boy, I like it. I like it. You know, there's risk involved oh, in oh. anything, you know. There's risk involved in anything. Yeah. You, you just either, you know, button the button the pants up, pull, put the shoes, put the boots on, and uh, oh, yeah. dig in, man. Yeah. Uh, All right. Thank appreciate you. you can stay on the phone if you want, Chris. You don't have to go yet. I got a super chat from uh, Russian Collusion. Smitty. 
What are your thoughts on KJ Osborne being named number two over Addison? Um, I don't know that it, it affects too much because, you know, if Addison's in the slot, then he's going to get a lot of good looks and targets. But I think it definitely maybe signals that everyone needs to have patience with some of these guys. And that's kind of what my thinking was with Zay Flowers is like, okay, I got a little excited and put him on the Moon Man list really, really early based on my assessment of his skills. But sometimes situation doesn't parallel the skill level yet, and they need to meet up later in the year as a rookie wide receiver. And I think I felt like maybe that's what was going on. And I didn't want to, I didn't want to consume a Moon Man spot with somebody that could, you know, not be around for half a year. So maybe in the ter- terms of JSN and Flowers, maybe we don't. You know, the satellite man list doesn't, it just doesn't feel like it's got the, the zip. Maybe I create a new list that's like mid-season monsters. And JSN and Flowers are the leaders of the mid-season monsters. Yeah, that's a good idea. You know, because then, it, then it's totally unrelated. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, there's not third, like the satellite man list sounds like a freaking, you know, Triple uh, A team, you know, like uh, who cares about them? They're not on the Moon Man list, so you can't just come out and go. I had Zay Flowers on my Satellite Man list, <laughs> you know, like I don't feel like it's got the the power. So let's create something that means something, and and JSN and Flowers are going to be the new leaders of the the mid season monsters, and they really do that fit kinda, the bill for that. That that kind of give gives us some like uh, you know leeway too because. To put guys on the list that, you know, may take some extra time to pop and that can get into the system and all that too, whether it's younger guys or guys on new teams. Yeah. Sometimes guys on the moon man list and people are like, well, what are we waiting for? How come they haven't gone off yet? Stuff like that, you know? Yeah. It kind of gives a little more flexibility. I'm going to create that tonight or tomorrow. That's going to be a really good list because it's standalone. It's independent. It doesn't have to be a lesser list by any means. It could be... You know, in some cases, I might I might feel that JSN is going to be better than two or three of the Moon Men wide receivers eventually. So, like, I want them on that right. new new list, midseason monsters. I think JSN is becoming one of my favorite wide receivers to draft right now. And quite honestly, I could I could definitely, if I wanted to, make an argument that we take them early and we say screw the ADP on it and just say that he's not going to be back on the way back. And if we want to take him, I was looking at him and, and say put him in there with London and St. Brown, put JSN in there and and screw the ADP. I could definitely get behind that. But but uh, back to Addison, which I got really sidetracked on, is Addison might be what I was kind of thinking Fields or, or Flowers was going to be, just like a little bit of a, a slower kickoff because of the pecking order, and then you know. How, how many times are all three wide receivers going to be on the field? And if that's going to be often, then it doesn't really matter. And JSN, or I'm sorry, Addison will be running, you know, slot wide receiver routes, which is fine. Um, but there are, everyone always acts like there's not a lot of mouse to feed there. There are, you know, you've got, you've got a, a prominent tight end that's going to consume a boatload. You've got a, a, a KJ Osborne, who's definitely made a role for himself and then you got the number one target hog in the in the NFL and JJ, and then you've got Madison who's going to consume a little. So, you know, Cousins has to have the year he, everybody hopes he repeats 
in order for all these guys to get fed properly, which is certainly possible. But, you know, I've made it no no uh, secret that I think this is the year that the, the Vikings move off him. So how good could, you know, I'm not saying he won't have a good year, but if he goes out and explodes and takes his team into like a, a bunch of playoff, you know, wins or something like that, they're, they're going to re-sign Cousins. They're going to find a way to keep him. But if they move off him, like I kind of feel like they want to, and they've they've clearly made an indication they want to. They they're looking into how can they get into a pick that could land them Anthony Richardson. Um, if they move off of him, then you know I don't even know what that looks like. What quarterbacks coming in? I mean, can you replace a guy without having the you know without having the replacement already set up when you've got JJ and this arsenal of weaponry? Like that'd be a really stupid move by the Vikings. But I think they do feel like they got to continue to go down the yeah. Kirk Cousins pass, path because they don't have a because he's a good quarterback. He's not he's not an elite quarterback. He's a really good quarterback. And how do you replace that? You know, you got to is it Kyler? <laughs> you know, could could the Vikings? You know, if the Arizona Cardinals get the number one overall pick and they get Caleb Williams, are the Cardinals going to trade? They could trade Kyler to the to the Vikings. I don't know. I don't know That'd who's interesting, actually. I don't know who's going to be signal calling there, but they've got to make a bold move if they're planning on you know making one. TMT dropping a super chat. Thank you, uh, Collusion. Very good topic. And if you want to call in Collusion and discuss it more, I'd love to to hear from you. We haven't called in in a while. So Addison being the number two or number three wide receiver over Addison, it's definitely like a concern, like in week one. But by midseason, I don't think it will be a problem. But, you know, these these rookies could start off like Quentin Johnson, slower than people want and expect. Same thing with Zay, but I'm starting to feel like maybe not. Uh, can you do some super flex mock, Smitty? Definitely can try and handle that this offseason, uh, or actually this coming weekend. We'll try. We're going to do a couple Dynasty mock drafts, too, on the Dynasty channel. I need to get back on the Dynasty channel daily. I really do. I really plan to. I promise I'm not blowing that off it's just a matter of getting getting it done uh thank you tmt for the super chat uh, uh cub let's go to cub from cali the cub what's up the cub oh yeah what's up um i just had some, uh, a question uh how you felt about let's say uh that jk dobbins situation goes like south for a little bit and began the season like week one or week two what's your thoughts on that backfield or like gus edwards maybe being like a sneaky play that like a early jk dobbins isn't there I'm not huge on Gus the bus, man. I, I mean, he's definitely like going to going to be first in line, but uh, the you know, this, this the the pecking order. Let me just look at the official depth chart too. Let me pull it up real quick. But you you've got uh, you got a, a rookie there I like as well. Hold on one second. Baltimore. It's a Ravens official depth chart. Let's see where Gus is listed on. It. I'm sure he's too. I'm sure he's listed at two. Gus Edwards, two. Justice yeah. Hill, Melvin Gordon. Oh, they, remember they brought in Melvin Gordon. Um, I, I just don't, I don't he, like. He'll be like primary, he'll be like primary the, the red zone. Like, let's say, I mean, I know Lamar would probably get his two, but like, I feel like that was pretty much his role. And he's, I mean, I've been kind of looking at his numbers. Like he averaged good numbers, five yards. He got a little banged up for the past two seasons, but I mean, he, he's pretty nice when he does get the opportunity. And uh, maybe I'm just saying, like, if you think it would be like that, even Melvin Gordon, would he even 
be a part of that because I know they like if they still have Justin Hill. I think they, they like my him my too, fa- so. my favorite runner on the roster is the the rookie uh, Ke- Keaton Mitchell. Mitchell, okay. I, I, I like him the most, and he's free. I don't want to. I yeah. I just I Gus has been injured so many times. I just don't. I'm not banking on Gus. JK's injury prone, and he's got obviously horrible decision making with the situation right now. Like he's holding in. He's not showing up. He's running the risk of a higher injury concern now yeah. that he's he's injury prone, and he's holding out. Like or holding in, and 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 the team said it's so complicated. They don't know when he's going to be back. You don't say that about a player. Think of Diggs. When Diggs was gonna not show up, remember day one? What what did the team say? Yeah. It'll be fine. It'll, you know, like it, there there was some question about it. Like they don't know what's going on. But he, I mean, it was it was handled very very uh, HR like. You know, but the team is literally going out of their way not to sugarcoat it. And they're like, we don't know. It's a complicated situation. We have no idea when he's going to be back with the team. So there's a big divide between J.K. and this organization and this coaching staff and this new uh, system being implemented by Todd Munkin, what which J.K. is not a part of right now. They're, re- they're rebuilding and reshaping the offense to a pass-heavy attack, mind you. They're not going to be as run-heavy. Maybe they'll still run a lot, but they're going a little bit more pass-heavy, which is not good. He's not there to learn it, which is not good. And he's injury prone, which is not good. And holding out or holding in, however you want to look at it, is a a higher likelihood of getting injury, which is not good. Like if anybody doesn't see 15 red flags right in front of your face, I don't know what to tell you. But, but, But Gus Edwards is definitely a decent player that if he gets a chance, I mean, he's always been good when he's played. He's always looked really good when he plays. He's always been kind of fun to watch. Uh, he's, he's maybe not an exciting player to draft, but like when he's in the in the, in the the lineup on the field, he's kind of a fun player to own. But I just don't know that I trust him, and I just don't know that I want anything, anything to do with the backfield that's cha- changing and maybe going to run less. And it's been a committee there for years. I know Munkin's different, but I don't know that he's got any plans of rolling JK out there on the – on the solo, I really don't know. I don't know what he's thinking. J- JK's really screwing himself because he doesn't have a leg to stand on. He's not getting this big. And maybe he does. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he initiates some kind of one-year adjusted fat, you know, uh, one-year contract that they slap on his, his doorstep. I don't know. And Jacob, Jacobs, maybe Jacobs ends up flipping the script on all of us and the Raiders stupidly rescind their franchise tag offer because they want to free the money up and just move on. You don't want to play for us? Fine. Go do what you want. Like the Raiders would be dumb enough to do that. And if that happened, then Jacobs would potentially go somewhere where he could kind of maybe recapture a, a percentage of what he did last year. But he also carried the ball so many times and had almost 400 touches to where he's still a big injury risk. But but he would be in a much better situation that I could even potentially get behind, depending on the 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 landing spot. But that's a big what if the the Raiders would have to okay. really screw up. Which no, is okay, I hear you. That. I was just trying to figure because I I mean I feel like that's a or just even how J.K. Dobbins like uh, if he was healthy, people would buy into that backfield. But now that just because he's hurt, you know, everybody actually staying away. I feel like there's some value in there, especially when, like, how you said you could get Ken Mitchell for free and just probably, like, maybe just stash for just, like, a 
unlucky if he gets a chance. But uh, yeah, just I'm, that's well, I'm just trying to figure out that backfield. Yeah, it uh, looks like Swift's gonna go, guys. Whoa, yeah. Okay, Trevor Lawrence just went. Trevor Lawrence just went. Um, and then the individual that's going to be on the clock right now is about to punch in. It seems like Godwin. Let me go. Let me go. I can actually see his poll. Let's see here. Um, oh. Nope, it's going to be Hopkins and Swift. Damn it. Those are two Ooh, players we wanted. Two. Yeah, two players we wanted. Well, at, least, at least we know we can we can switch up now. Yeah, Hopkins and Swift. Well, I mean, I, I do think Pacheco will be there. And if not, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's crazy to pull a JSN early. I, I really don't. That would, that would be the no, had, no. I, I wouldn't well, be opposed we'll, we'll to vote it. vote on it. We'll, we'll, see, we'll see what everyone says. You know? uh, Pacheco, Pacheco. Pacheco will probably be the, the best move, though, because yeah. the RBs are going to dry up, and we could get a Dotson or a, right. a Pickens later. But but yeah. I, I'm, I'm just saying, I love I love Do- I love Jason so much right now. But but I I what, think I think, think we um, go with Isaiah Pacheco. I, I really like Pacheco a lot. I said we do that. Do you think we're all right? Do you think we're all right waiting on tight end a few more rounds? Yeah, because because I mean, you look at it and not, not and, many have gone. And the, a lot of the guys we like are are literally in the one hundred and fifteen range. Right, right. You know, and we're drafting we're drafting at sixty something right now, so we're we're really good on tight end. We can wait. Uh, you, you don't think Godwin has like a higher ceiling than JSN? I don't. I mean, who's throwing him the football? Baker, Baker, I mean, disappointment maker. Winston wasn't really a great quarterback, but Winston was an air yard monster, bro. He was an air like it yeah. doesn't matter if he was a good quarterback or not. He slung the ball. He would sling it. He would zip it. He would zip it, bro. You know that's yeah, why a, a, a lot, a lot, Alave was the number one air yard receiver in the National Football League as a rookie with Winston under center. So that like that that was insane. So Baker Mayfield and Trask, they can't throw the ball to somebody twelve yards down the field. I don't know if you've seen the training camp footage, but he's got it looks like a circus out there. They're gonna be so bad. They're gonna be so bad in my opinion. So God, Godwin's gonna I don't know. I could be wrong. Maybe Godwin maybe Baker somehow looks okay. Because I mean I think I've been offense. Goblin would run like the main lowers, the, the routes and everything, and maybe every now and then go deep. But I feel like he'll be like more so the security blanket for the quarterback in that offense. I, I, I mean, I, I think Godwin, when he's healthy, he's, he's, you know, not the same wide receiver, but similar to DJ Moore, where they're safe. But I don't know how high you can expect the ceiling to go on him, especially with the quarterback he has, and then. I know I everyone says Mike Evans is old, but every year he stacks up a thousand yards. You might not this year, but he's going to want tar- he's going to be targets too. And G- give me with Baker, that's going to be hard to spread around. Give me Swift or Pacheco all day long, and then just give me the guy I actually like better than Godwin and Pickens. Give me the guy I actually right. like better in, in Godwin and Dotson. That's just how I feel about that, you know. Or if J- maybe JSN falls to us on the way back, I don't know. 
That would be I ideal. Am, I, I kind of, I kind of went back and forth with Pickens this off season because not sure. I mean, I, I liked him. And I know knew he was, you know, a stud, but you know, I, I wasn't sure how good Pickett would be. And you know, I, you, you read different things on whether or not is Pickens a one trick pony, or is he, or can he do do more things? And but he, he looks really good. I know it's only training camp. But yeah, I mean, just the athleticism with him. Both of them look just pretty off good. The charts. Yeah, Pick, Pickett, the thing about Pickett that's, that's nice to hear out of camp is that he's, like, got the grit. You know, he's, he's like, literally yeah. a warrior. No, he's, he's a baller, yeah. You know, he's a warrior. He's, like, he's kind of what Carson, what everybody wanted Carson Wentz to be in Philly, and he couldn't do it. He couldn't stay healthy. couldn't be a war. Like, he, like, I remember everybody thought Carson Wentz was going to be, you know, a, a uh, like a top 10 quarterback and it was pretty it was pretty widespread too like everybody kind of at one point in here had to have liked Carson Wentz for a moment but the guy just couldn't put it together he couldn't stay healthy he's not a good quarterback um Pickett I think could be what everyone hoped that situation could have turned out to be he's very very gritty he's but you know we'll have to see if everything can come together I don't think he's like a top 10 quarterback or anything but I think he's a he's a guy that can facilitate the ball enough, and Pickens is an absolute monster, and he looks so aggressive and hungry and diva like in a way that I enjoy, in a way that I'm excited and confident about. When I see him go out there and look like a diva in the practice environment, and he'll catch a ball, throw it at the defender, just completely like, you know, try and dominate in practice, and he's hungry. I like that because it makes me feel like he's. He's taking that next step, and he's trying to take the reins, and he's not allowing the football to come to him. He's going to the football. He's going to the. He's taking opportunity, you know, by the balls. I, I really feel like Pickens could step up big time, and Pickens is a guy that like, um, yeah, Pick, Pickett's a game manager exactly, Maddo. I don't think Pickett's going to be a a gunslinger. I think he's not. He's not a top ten or even a top twelve quarterback, but he's a facilitator that I think could really, really make Pickens, uh, uh, and, and the Steelers do pretty well, but Pickens thrive. You know, I, I really, I really, really, really like Pickens' situation right now. I think he's going to be, he's going to be on the high, if, if every week, uh, you can almost guarantee he's going to have one, if not two, of the highlights of the week by, you know, the plays of the of the week or whatever. I think he's going to have one of those catches easily. He's such a... Um, a showman, but you know, uh, I know a lot of people like Deontay, and I, I don't, I don't blame them, but I just disagree. I don't think Deontay is going to be what everybody thinks he's going to bounce back to be. I don't know what it is. I think a lot of people just don't want to be wrong, and so they're just kind of doubling down on Deontay. Same thing with Michael Pittman. I'm not going. I know Pittman's been looking really good in camp, but. I don't know that he can get to the level that people thought he was going to get to. He could be good. But I don't think he can be great. I don't. I'm not buying into the Michael Pittman or Deontay yeah. Johnson bounce I mean, backs. I've I've seen some people talking about Deontay like he's going to be like a top ten wide receiver. It's crazy. I, just, I think that's crazy. It's double down. Yeah, like it's double crazy. down, Donnie. Like pump, pumping him hard on it. It's double down, Donnie. Crazy. Double down, Donnie's trying to make up for last year. He's like, maybe it'll happen again. I heard something good at a camp. Maybe it's got to, it's got to be the. It's got to happen. Uh, uh, Stefan. Positive regression is all you hear. All right, Stefan, you're live. Yo, what up, Smitty? What's up, man? 
Hey, uh, I had a quick question uh, kind of related to what we were talking about yesterday because uh, I kind of tr- started gauging uh, my league mates on who'd want to, you know, trade me for the second so that I can move down. And uh, so if you remember 0.25 per rush, half point PPR, 10-man league. Um, and I like I thought of it later, but I was wondering if you were given the opportunity to pick between Jamar Chase and um, uh, Bijan, like period. Uh, do, do in that point two five per rush, we already you, we already went you, over this, didn't we? We already went over this. I said, how could you not want Bijan well, kinda, in a point two five? I didn't yeah. give like the straight, like you know what I mean, like just straight up, like because even if Jamar Chase, like let's say I traded back to the fifth, <laughs> and Bijan and Jamar Chase were there, no, like, would po- you still take Bijan? I, I take Bijan one overall in a point two five per rush, half PPR. Okay. Yeah, that was kind of the because I, I didn't really kind of think of that question until later. I kind of thought, oh, if I traded down, um, and they were like one of them was available because Jamar Chase would probably go top three, and I move back to five. Bijan's probably going to be available, uh, but yeah, that was that was the only question I had. Yeah, I mean it's arguable, it's debatable. I get it, but if it's point five PPR, not even one point PPR. And it's 0.25 per rush. Give me Bijan and let everybody laugh. I could care less. You know, you're probably going to get a couple, oh, <laughs> you know, like some of those like spitting laughs where people are, I don't know if you're doing it live. You're probably doing it online. But, uh, you no, know, we, we are doing it live. It's a live draft. I pictured like, that. Uh, a group of people. Yeah, they're going to look at they're you gonna, like, yeah, they're going to scoff at me, but uh, like I'm yeah, cool. It's your bro. It's, let them let scoff. You, just, you can you can order a Bijan running back one shirt and then take off uh, your jacket. Oh, hold on. Good lord, got the music blasting on that. You could take off your Bijan or your jacket and and, and showcase this uh, Bijan's running back one shirt right when you make the draft selection. That would be my recommendation. I might have to do that. You sell those. Yeah, just go to uh, go on my YouTube uh, on my YouTube homepage. Really, just click the the store tab. There's a uh, a store tab right on the. If you look uh, right here, let me let me show you. I don't know if you can see my screen, but um, on my main YouTube page, you'll see videos, shorts, live podcasts, playlist, community membership, and there's a store tab. Just click the store tab, get you a Bijan running back one shirt, pal, and just rip that off like Superman. Right after you make the selection, my draft is on the nineteenth. Do you think it would be by or be to me by then? I don't know. You have to. It, it, it's drop ship, so you have to just take a look. I'm sure there's maybe a little bit of expediting shipping, but uh, you have to check it out. I think I think you'd probably be okay, but I don't know. I'm not positive. I don't I don't hand press them myself anymore. I hand that off to to the drop shipping uh, drop shipping uh, Stephen. Drop shipping Donnie. All right. Hey, hang tight real quickly. I'm going to go on over to, uh, actually, you know, I'm probably going to go, uh, jump off here in a second. Let me, let me cycle through the, the phone line here. Uh, any final thoughts, Stefan, while, while I've got you there, anything else before I, I, I kick you off the phone? No, line? I just want to, I appreciate your show. And I, uh, I got your rankings last night or bottom last night. So oh boy. I appreciate it. 
When's the, when's the last time you updated those? Because I, I saw like your wide receiver rankings, and I saw like Diggs was like number four, and I, I may have like missed an episode, but I knew. Yeah, he, so tantrum, you weren't that high on him early on. Yeah, rankings are tough because like you gotta you gotta understand that like I, you can do them two ways, okay? And there's a date that tells you when it's updated right above them. Um, they're daily. They're or they're 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 updated three sixty five. Like sometimes I don't have to touch them for a day and a half or two days, or sometimes I touch them five times. I I have to update the rankings constantly, but you gotta think about it from this perspective. How are you? How am I supposed to do my? And I'm just a rhetorical question, and it's nothing about what you're saying. But how am I supposed to do my rankings? Do I do my rankings based on how I see the players finishing, or do I do my rankings based on a, a nice guide? But then the the supporting content helps you navigate it. And so over the years, over the twenty years, I've fluctuated toward one angle and another, and really came down to. I can't I can't just put rankings out that have Garrett Wilson like let's let or Bijan Garrett Wilson. Sometimes I'll I'll put Bijan one. And I'll do that because I'm comfortable with you taking him number one. So then therefore I'll rank him number one. If I think Gibbs is gonna finish as the number three running back, I won't put Gibbs number three on my rankings because then I have people going out and executing on that. Like they literally take the rankings to the draft. They draft Gibbs as the third running back, and everyone laughs their the, the you know laughs him out of the room. And then they come back to me and they're like, "Smitty, you read Gibbs third. I took him third, and I got laughed at." You know, it's so, so rankings are a happy medium. They're not one or the other. They're kind of a mix of both. And my content, the bold predictions specifically, will tell you how to manipulate the general rankings that are sorted in a way that I don't want you taking Jacobs too high, so I will bump him down. I want you taking Bijan as the running back one, so I'll have him running back one. But then some of the things in between, the gray areas, I, it, my content supports it and tells you you know, how to how to look at it. So Diggs is going to so be four. Like, because like, that was kind of my thought, is like, is this kind of like rankings based on like, this is where they're, you know, you can take them at their age. Like I said, a mix. It's a mix. It's a mix. Would... It's a mix of that. It's a happy medium because Bijan Robinson is not ranked anywhere number one at all. On my side, he is. But that's because I'm willing to tell you to take him there. I'm not willing to tell you to take, you know, a lot of these wide receivers like St. Brown and Garrett Wilson over some of the wide receivers like Cup and those guys because you don't need to. So, use, like I said, use the rankings as a general guide but use the content to support when to reach or when to you know take advantage and let someone else take the guy ranked four in digs uh hold on we got a we got a 20 super chat first of all don dropped a super good show brother appreciate you don for dropping that that two dollar hauler on the screen and then vincent coming in with a 20 dollar alert super chat alert Vincent dropping the 20 spot. Vincent says, first time Dynasty startup, 12 team, 0.5 PPR, tight end, 0.75. Um, so it's a slight uh, tight end premium. Superflex, 0.25 QB completions. I hate these. Five points per 100 yards passing. My slot is the 1.9. Can you advise me, please? <laughs> Can you show... Can you show... Uh, 
Your show is my favorite. Share it with everyone. Thanks, Smitty, Vincent. Vincent, thank you. Appreciate you. I hate these because I don't really, I don't know the, the rank. Like, you'd have to almost, like, I can tell you what my guess is, but I'm not going to know what the, the top quarterback finished exactly off the top of my head straight down the board. But I would say, like, completions, you know, you're going to want, you're going to love, you know, Mahomes is going to be an, an amazing quarterback of that quad. Um, if, if some are going to say Fields isn't going to be up there, but I think Fields is going to have a phenomenal year. Hertz, I think, is going to get better and better and better. I think really, in in the end of the day, the top five or six quarterbacks are going to be marvels. I think that from the what draft slot one point nine, you're probably going to be looking at Burrow because people will be scared of his calf, or maybe T. Law that could potentially fall. Now Burrow probably goes. But I bet you T-Law, you have a 50-50 shot at getting T-Law at 1.9. And I think he's going to have an amazing year. So in this format, I think he'd be phenomenal. Um, do I know what to do from there? Quite honestly, I can't give you a blueprint off something that's, you know, I have no idea how the board's going to fall. I would just advise you, like I advise everybody in a super flex, especially this format, is to take a quarterback in the first round as long as it's Lamar or up. And above Lamar, I have Trevor Lawrence. I have Fields up above, you know, those guys. And Herbert's good too. You're going to get one of those guys. I would definitely take one of those quarterbacks. Then I would start dropping into the normal one QB frame of mind for two or three rounds. Circle back and get an Aaron Rodgers or a Jordan Love in the fifth round if you can. You're going to have to look at the pre-ranked suggested list to know if you can get away with that or not. Some leagues you can take Love and Rodgers in round five like clockwork. Other super flex drafts, Rodgers goes in the third round. So you really have to monitor the suggested rank and where the quarterbacks are climbing to when you're on the clock every pick, whether you need to kick the quarterback down the road to the fifth round or not. That's going to be up to you. But I would definitely go running back wide receivers like Bijan in round two, Garrett Wilson in three, uh, you know, Alave in three or four, Gibbs in, you know, three or four, preferably four, and then come in and get your quarterback. So ideally, if you were to get like, let's say, a Herbert or a T-Law, and then in the second round, you're going Bijan, then you're going Garrett Wilson, then you're going Gibbs, and then you come back and get Aaron Rodgers or Love. That would be how I would build that team pretty much most of the time. So Vincent, appreciate your super chat and thank you for the kind words. Uh, Avi, final thoughts. Uh, Justin Fields to the moon, Gibbs to the moon, and uh, Calvin Ridley to the moon. Yeah, Calvin Ridley's going to explode. All right, man, appreciate you later. <laughs> All those guys will explode. Uh, Stefan, final thoughts. Yeah, back on the spot. Um, okay, last question. You say you say uh, last. Uh, you say what? quick question. Let's let we got to go quick on this one though. So I, I got I, you. I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a quick guy. Okay. Go. Um, if. Uh, my league goes quarterback late. Yeah. Uh, everybody's in the fourth round. Who would you take first? Uh, everyone's in the fourth round. I mean, I'm going Hurts probably yep. number one. I'm going Mahomes probably two. Josh Allen three. Fields four. Burrow five. Only because of the calf, you know. But I still love Burrow. And then you know I'm different. I like T. I like T. Law. I love T Law. I think T Law is next up. I think Herbert and Lamar are right there. I think T Law, Herbert, Lamar are all very close, and it's just preference. Some some of it's scoring. But 
All right, appreciate you. Steve. All right, hey, St- uh, Stefan, call him tomorrow. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, later. All right, uh, Travis, final thoughts. Um, would you take Addison or Quentin Johnson right now? Mm, probably Addison, but yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm just not as high on Quentin as everybody else. I'm just not. I think Addison's yeah. going to be good. I think that he's going to start slower than people want, but. I, I just I, feel like I, I have to see it from Johnson first. Yeah. That Steph, means I won't, I won't have much of him, but. He's got a lot of, pro, he's got a lot of things he's got to work on. So. Yeah. No, oh, the, the only other thing I was just going to ask, how many picks until we go in that throw and draft? Yeah. So it went, let me, let me screenshot and put it on screen. And it's it's going pretty quick. I don't I, I don't know if we're gonna be up in like an hour or two or if, if everyone's gonna to go to bed Eastern time. Yeah. Tough tough to say, but let me it'll be, it'll I, I think we could we might be up and if so I might have to go on Instagram and do an Instagram live on it. I don't know that I'm gonna go live on YouTube. Uh and the way that YouTube is with like if you go keep going live back to back, they don't alert anybody and no one's gonna come no. out, you know, so I'm just gonna not not well, put the live streams too close together. But here's yeah. here's everyone, the uh, everyone here will know to look look out look out on Instagram. Then, yeah. You know? So Swift and Hopkins just went. Trevor Lawrence went before that. George Kittle went before that, and we took Drake London. So we're th- we're there's two picks going to happen between now and and our pick. And according to the board overall, this is how the overall board looks. And I could throw this on screen. So I'm not saying this is how we'll draft, but at least this will give us an idea, suggested rank, who's probably going to go next and give us an indication whether we're going to get one of the guys that we want. So Dobbins, um, he's been voted, I think, by a couple people so far. So he seems very likely to be in the vote and in the mix. Godwin has been talked about a lot. Uh, I mean, look, there's no Pacheco's not even on this list, you know, before you scroll. So I have a feeling he'll be available. Swift was at the top of it, and Swift went. Yeah. And, you know, we're kind of yeah, spilling the beans a little bit, but I don't know that we're going to influence anybody too Like, Like I said, if, if, a, if, a, if a, a group of people are going to literally be like, let's take him because he said it, like I highly doubt you're going to organize a massive amount of people to vote and, and with that information, but right. you never know. But we'll see. And, and if that happens, so be it. We'll go in a different direction. I personally think that if we were to go off of this list and take someone that's listed here, I think the best pick on this board is Waller. But I don't think we need to go that direction yeah. because I think we, we have faith in the, the players that we like deep at the tight end position. And so at the RB position, it's, you know, it's Devontae Pacheco uh, at wide receiver. Personally, I think now that Hopkins is gone, the best player available is JSN, but we'll see what we'll see if he falls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I was just just wondering how close we were, and just just if we were close, just to let let people know to keep an eye. Yep. Out, you know, All right. Appreciate you, Travis. As many votes as we can. So. All right, later. Thank you, later. All right, later, pal. Later. Uh, thank you all to my mods. Thank you, Travis, for modding. Thank you, uh, Terry, if you're in here. OEG in the building. Melvin Torres, appreciate you. True Penguin, appreciate you. I appreciate all my people in here. Every single one of you. Swaggy, even appreciate you. Uh, Matt O, JCIM, uh, Sandu, Swaggy, uh, D-Town, Space Ricky, Brandon, Birdman, um, David, appreciate you. Space Ricky, you're the man. Let's, let's, uh, uh, Kenobi, appreciate you. 
Vincent, thank you for your super chat, my guy. Thank you to all my super chatters that super chatted tonight. There's 240 of you still in here. Please punch that thumb up button on your way out the door. I got Don with the super chat. Vincent with that $20 hauler. TMT with the $2. Russian collusion with the 5 Russian, you need to call in more. Uh, we need you on the phone line more. Overcome, $20 hauler. Overcome needs to call in more as well. Um... Um, I don't know. We'll call you Big M. I don't even know how you say that name. Big Big M. Appreciate you dropping your super chat. Uh, John dropping a, a double, I believe. Let me find Don's $5 there. Dez is $2. Vino dropping the $20. Appreciate Vino so much. Chubbs dropping the, the $2. Chubbs in the, to the moon. Here's uh, John's second one. John with another $5 holler. Derby. John, you got a $10 the moon essentially adding those two together i want to give you a, a proper proper moon shot um rock out dropping his super chat appreciate rock out rock out dropping a double here's another one from rock out derby dropping his second so that's a seven dollar hauler just right there harrison dropping the five dollar appreciate harrison last action hero appreciate you gabe gabriel dropping the five spot racing boy dropping that 20 earlier rock out dropping his third so we had a, had a triple triple and Tucker dropping the first super chat of the evening, and that always gets a standing ovation. And don't forget that we're naming the phone line after somebody. Uh, I, I believe we're going to say the highest super chatter of the month. So going forward, I don't know who it would be at this point. So we're just going to go highest super chatter of the month. Once we get a, a, a pretty large number, we know we can identify as the lar largest super chatter of the month. Right now, I'd have to say it's TMT. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Presented by TNT. That sounds like the, the, the TV network, though. <laughs> by follower TNT. <laughs> Presented by TNT. We made it. <laughs> we, made, we made it to the big time. We're on T, TNT. Uh, yeah, follower TNT. Um, and, and if I could find his, is he even in here? If I could find his, um, his chat message somewhere, I could put his, uh, his, um, his avatar there. But since he dropped like 200 and something dollars in gifted memberships the other day, I'm going to put TNT as the, the sponsored phone line, uh, follower at the moment. So phone lines were brought to you today, presented to you by our follower, our good buddy TNT. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. So presented by TNT, not the network, but by the follower. Uh, appreciate you for all those gifted memberships. So until somebody knocks him off, um, I think it was around. We'll call it the super chatter. Anybody drops something bigger than than the. We'll we'll start off with the go forward on that. So if someone d did drop a, a hundred or whatever, that would probably take over that spot because TNT. Um, uh, actually we keep TNT on there anyway, just out of respect for what he did with those gifted memberships. Maybe it's a gifted membership, uh, name on there and the super chatter. That's what we're going to do because we need to give respect to both of those equally because those are both amazing. So thank you, TNT. You're going to stay on there until somebody knocks you off and then we'll reset it every month. Uh, appreciate you all. Bella, check yourself. Lu uh, Lupo, appreciate you. Matthew, Dan Grim Reacher. All of you, Angus dropping his usual uh, super chat on the way out the door. That's what Angus does. Angus knows no different. And Angus, per usual, says, hey, Smitty, it's Angus. 
Uh, appreciate you, Angus. You're the man, the myth, the legend. The man's name is Angus. Let's ride. Appreciate you all. Go get Chris Olaved, if you dare. If you dare. A top five wide receiver hides among the people. His cost of entry is near illegal. Few see him coming. Many stay away. His name is Chris Olave. Don't forget we're live Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. now, Eastern, every single Monday through Friday instead of 7 p.m. 8 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. Appreciate you all. Later, Terry Roberts. Later, D-Town. Thank you for modding, Terry. Hazard, Slater, Torres, Space Ricky, JCIM. Hit that like button on your way out the door. People are getting burrowed left and right, and people are going to remember it.